quite some time now. I silently observed you carrying on your silly, meaningless little lives. Well, tonight will be my pleasure to liberate you from them. At midnight, I will destroy the city you call home with every last one of you in it. You can scream all you want, but I assure you, there's nowhere to run. There's a new menace in town, and it is me. Where are your heroes now? So, we meet again, my noble heroic friend. This feud has brewed forever, but tonight it will end. And then there will be nothing left of you but a memory. My old foe, arch-rival, nemesis, and enemy. You see, my granddad invented tie and last to train tracks, cackling, twisting his mustache. And my dad, his spawn, carried it on in the 60s, holding hostages with atomic bombs. I come from a long line of this kind of people. I represent a third generation of evil. It courses through my blood, this love of chaos and killing. So much more than just a criminal. I'm a super villain in a mask with black gloves. Pulled up past my elbows. That's a good one. That's a real one. I'll get into that in a second. Welcome to Greater Than Real, episode 16. Um, we are back. We're back in the swing of things. This is our second week back. The last episode. I want to talk about that real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, first off, though, I'm Tyler Young. How rude of me. No introductions. What's yeah, going right? on? Uh, Too familiar. <laughs> I'm one of your three hosts. The second host being Ryan White. Ayo! 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 How y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> Sound like Mr. Hanky. <laughs> and our third host, uh, who's sounding much clearer now that we've... Uh, He's gotten a new microphone. Mm-hmm. We're having a separate track for him. Technical, technical stuff. Dred Johnson. Excelsior. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was really good. Yeah. Thank Your you. Voice Thank is you. usually so deep and booming. Yeah, I thought I'd be a little bit of a surprise. Doing the John Stewart nerd voice. That's what I do when whenever I'm at a, a restaurant or anything, and I'm, I'm talking, I'm ordering, and the waitress is, goes, "Oh, yeah, that's not your real voice. Your voice is so deep." I'm like, I go, oh, okay, yeah, this is my real voice. Oh, you got me. <laughs> Part of me. <laughs> Popsicles, though. Stop putting on airs. <laughs> okay, so the last episode, episode mm-hmm. 15, uh, as of this recording, it's not even out yet. Because there's been a combination of. Some growing pains? Studio time, not having enough of it, mm-hmm. I should say, mm-hmm. uh, being sick. Which is why I was coughing for real at the beginning of the episode, where I usually just kind of clear my throat. Some bugs going around, man. Yeah. Uh, so that was hard to get up off the couch for, to yeah. like run to the studio, but I had to go. I was there three times this week for this episode. Damn. Spent a total of like five hours working on it. <laughs> um, and even at the end of it, it's fucking... I'm sure Pro Tools is fine. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I'm bad at it right now. Fucking, fuck, uh-huh. fucking, yeah. Uh, it's more like blow tools, am I right? Oh, am I right? That guy. Oh, you showed him sticking into pro tools. I am Take right. them down. <laughs> um, but even when I finally got everything figured out, it's still when I exported it. I don't know if I selected something incorrectly or what, but it it exported it into two separate fucking files. Mm-mm. So now I have to put it in another program just Mm-mm. to put it back together. Anyways, the episode's done. I'm posting it right after we get out of here and do this episode. But just know it was hellish. But I do it for you. (laughs) For you, listener. Because I love you (laughs) so much. Bled to bring this episode to you. You better appreciate it. Blood, sweat, and yes, tears. I did cry a little bit. I was crying in the studio at the keyboard. It was very emotional. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's why, Proton. That's why. Why do you hate me? <laughs> it was like that moment in uh, in Hot Rod when he's crying over his dad and his, his, br- his brother walks in. Hey, you okay? Get out! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're tearing me apart, Pro Tools. <laughs> okay, but so now we're here. We got the train rolling. We're back on our second week. We're gonna do this every week now, right? Every, every Thursday, goddamn we're to week. Every week. Week. All right. So this is our DC versus Marvel <laughs> extravaganza. Brown, 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 brown. I want to. Uh, we were talking about using that game show tune for a uh, for a bump for a news nuggets. News nuggets. Before we get to the. Uh, the Marvel DC shit. Let's uh, let's go to the news with Ryan. But hold on, hold on. Wait, what's up? Can you pause really quick? I think someone just knocked on the door. Oh, knocked on our door? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. We're uh, we're pausing and coming back. All right. Okay. So we're back. I didn't even pause the recording. I just I'm just gonna oh, cut around right. it. So uh, yeah, someone was at the door, but that's cool. Uh, let's start with the news. News nuggets for you. Now, I don't know if I'm going to have the sound bump for this episode, but just imagine... (laughs) 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 News nuggets! Okay, we got a couple of news nuggets here. Um, From the top, Star Wars 7 has finished filming last week, I believe. They're done. They're done. Wow. So now it's going to be like a year of post-production or more. Okay, okay. So we're still on track for the... December next year release date, and they gave it a subtitle. It is now stu- subtitled "The Force Awakens." And I know, so <laughs> if you can't tell from the tone of Ryan's voice, he's not very <laughs> into it. I'm like, I don't totally hate it. It's not as uh, I would have liked something a little more grander. Uh, but uh, Dread did point out last time we talked about this that it is sort of similar in tone in a way to A New Hope. So yeah, I, I'm okay with it. I don't totally hate it. I'm not in love with it, but it sounds like what were you talking about? Like it sounds like The Force Unleashed or something, like the game series. <laughs> yeah, it does kind of sound like that. It just sounds kind of generic to me. It's not yeah. a bad title, but it sounds like uh, like the DLC for a Star Wars game as opposed to the full title of a, a new entry in the saga. You know, I, I can understand why people don't like that title. Maybe you don't like that title, but mm-hmm. I... Uh, I've never really cared so much about the title of things. Yeah. Like, even, like, band names that are weird or whatever, or, like, movies that have strange titles to them, and subtitles, like... Yeah. The, the more I think about or the the more I hear it tied to... As long as, like, the content's good, as long as mm-hmm. the thing I'm watching or, or listening to is good, the title ends up becoming good to me, no matter well, what yeah. it was. Obviously. It's an extraneous thing. It's not a huge deal-breaker for me or anything. No. Um... It's just it just sounds kind of generic. I, I'm not a huge fan of it. Um, I bet you get used to it. If it turns out to be a great movie and you yeah, watch it enough, I'm yeah, I'm not gonna care. Well, yeah. it, it's simple enough for everybody to understand. If they, yes. if they name it like the the Dark Thrall of Grahul, then you know. <laughs> right. I mean, what was that? What was that goddamn movie? The movie with the owls, Guardians of Grahul, whatever it's called. <laughs> yes. Nobody knows what that shit's about. Eglantine. Half, half the time, people were cons- you know confused with the fact that it was about owls. But yeah. oh, is that the mechanical owls? No. See, exactly, exactly. Owls? We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> so um, calling it The Force Awakens will allow the, the new crowd, the new the kids, to come up and watch this with their parents who've watched this since, you know, A New Hope and all of us in betweeners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's almost like a fresh start. Yeah, it's okay. I just wish that, I don't know, I would have gone. But I'm glad that they did not do, like, the blah, blah, rises or whatever. Like, yeah. I'm so sick of blank rises. <laughs> blank rises, yeah. Now. There's a I'm lot of done that. with it. Like, seriously, strike the word rises for, like, the next ten years for movie titles. Agreed. I'm so over it. I really wish Unless the third... What about a Dracula movie? Dracula rises? That's <laughs> okay. not that's not overplayed, right? No, not at all. A Dracula movie? Could they do a Dracula a origin with... story, too? Because I have no idea who Dracula is. Uh, well, it's been untold. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God they're telling it. Because, yeah. yeah. Um, so what's next? So that's that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the Uncharted movie uh, just got a new writer. Apparently it is still happening. And I guess they offered the lead part to Chris Pat- Pratt, and he turned it down. Chris Prattfall. It's probably a better idea. Dude's going to have a lot of exposure in the next couple of years. He doesn't need to do Uncharted on top of all that. He's True. got Jurassic Park. He's already pretty well-known for Guardians. But I mean, if, whoa, he, if whoa. he was on... Hold on. Oh, go ahead. Hold the phone. <laughs> you say he's in Jurassic Park? What? I did not hear about this. Have we not talked about this? I knew there was a new Jurassic Park. I had no idea Chris Pratt was in it. Yeah. Ah, oh, shit. He is in the new Jurassic Park movie. That might make me go see it. You weren't going to go see it anyway? <sighs> One's the last good Jurassic Park movie, too. I would argue maybe. for two. two. Two had some dumb stuff, but it had some pretty good stuff. I didn't... I wasn't a big fan of two. I didn't like three, and... Three's not particularly good. I have, maybe it's because of the games, too. I've never played a good Jurassic Park game. I don't think there has been even that many to talk about, other mm. than, like, some old Genesis uh-huh. games, or... <laughs> I bet if I found a list, it'd be a, a decent amount. I actually still own a Super Nintendo, and i that's the one game I own for it. There you go. Yes. See? <laughs> Jurassic Park. It's not good. It's not good. No. <laughs> no. <really> good. <laughs> so anyways, the Uncharted movie is apparently still happening, and uh, at least what I'm hearing about it now sounds better than what they were going to do like four or five years ago when Mark Wahlberg was going to be in it, and it was going to basically be national treasure. Like Robert De Niro was going to play his dad, and they were going to be like a treasure hunting family. Or like, I kind of, I mean, is it not going to be that though? Because I kind of see that happening still. It's, uh, Uncharted is basically just like Indiana Jones. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Like the what it is now is fine, and people will go see that movie. You don't need to tart it up with this weird like, well, it's a family story about his dad and mm-hmm. his grandpa being a treasure hunting family. It, they, I mean, they don't need to go that far with it, but they do need to lighten it up a bit because they can't just have them running around murdering <laughs> hundreds of people. Yeah. That is the entire game. Sure, yeah. Yeah, because that's the game series. It's pretty lighthearted, though. Uh, Drake is pretty uh, quippy. Yeah, alongside breaking necks and stabbing people in the throat. Yeah, yeah well, the, the movie's not going to be as right bad. Die. The game's got to keep you busy, you know, fighting off enemies and exactly. shit. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about an hour and a half movie versus, <laughs> like, an eight-hour game. Yeah. But is he going to be murdering people? I mean, Indiana Jones did. Yes. But that movie series Pretty came out sometimes. in the 70s, in the 80s. I mean, can we get away with that now? I don't know. Uh, not if they're, if they're going to be like trying to pander this thing to kids, like they are going to tone that shit way down. Absolutely. They're going to be aiming for a PG-13 tops. But it's true, but back in the day, PG-13 can get away with a lot of stuff. Well, I think back in the day, also, though, we had like different standards for what... Totally. Passed for a PG-13. A lot of PG-13 stuff back from like the 80s would totally get an R now. Yeah. Well, then again, I mean, Turning The Dark Knight or... was a PG-13, and that, for me, I didn't even notice that it wasn't an R. 
I did. Yeah, I, I think it's the conspicuous lack of, like, blood or... You don't need it, though. No, not at all, no. I mean, the movie is still, like, completely great without, like, going for it all the time and, like, showing people actually getting stabbed or shot. I would have liked to have seen a, a, a specific... What was specifically happening to Michael J. White's character when the Joker put the knife in his mouth? And, and, and he falls <laughs> over dead. pretty... Yeah, there were some pretty conspicuous cutaways in uh, Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't want to bog down in the details of that, sure. but you're right. But, uh, all right, so, so let's just, to, to wrap it up, are you excited for it? Is anybody dread? It depends. I, I'm going to wait to see what the general plot is. Wait, what, okay. what were we talking about again? The Uncharted movie. <laughs> um, it would have been it nice to see Chris Pratt in it. I mean, if he was in that Uncharted movie and he's in Guardians, he could have been, like, the next Harrison Ford, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Star Wars. I think for him, indie. you know, with Jurassic Park and him getting really popular for Guardians and stuff like that, it's probably a wise move to just kind of like not get too overexposed at this point. Like, remember Josh Hartnett? Yeah. What's Josh Hartnett doing now? <laughs> uh, like, you want to kind of control. He's doing that TV show, um, Penny Dreadful. Oh, I've actually heard semi good things about that. I saw the first episode. It was decent. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, I mean not incredible, but. Showtime show? I think so. Seems. Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't it wasn't bad, but yeah. Um, so for the Uncharted movie, I'm with you. I'm on the fence. I really gotta wait to see. It depends on like what it ends up looking when it starts like shooting and stuff. Like if it's gonna have the same kind of like bantery romantic stuff like the first game, like that could be cool and fun, and I would totally see it. But it depends on the direction they go with it. Yeah, I, I feel about as excited for this game as I do for the Last of Us game movie, movie. as the Last exactly. of Us movie. So yeah. All right, what's next? So then it just announced yesterday, I believe, uh, Just Cause 3, or as I like to call it, Just Cause. <laughs> you know, Just, just, just Cause. cause. <laughs> Why am I grappling onto a Jeep and then parasailing behind it to drop some bombs on people? Eh, just Cause. Yeah. <laughs> you need Don't to ask know. why. <laughs> uh, so this should be super cool. The last Just Cause game was totally fun and a blast. Did you play the first one, too? Uh... I think I did and did not love it all that much. No. But 2 is a seriously fun game that everyone should try. Nice. Everybody had the chance. That Just Cause 2 was one of the very first PlayStation Plus freebies. Back when they had like oh, a really? dozen free games on PS Plus. Ooh, that was, that was before I jumped on. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got in there first thing and just so many free games. Little Big Planet 2, Just, cool. just Cause 2... Uh, just a lot of stuff, and they, they eventually came to came to their senses. Like we just can't give away all these free games. Free. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, right. So, so what do you think of the game? Um, just Cause Two. Uh, it was good. I I never really latched on to it. <laughs> Be, uh, oh, because the story is awful. Oh, latched on. I get it. Oh, the grappling. <laughs> I think I just, I just couldn't get. I mean, there was a lot of cool things you could do in it. You know, you could grapple. You know, two cars together, and the tension yeah. would drag, would make them smash anything in between. That's yeah. awesome. They used to like attach people to cars, and yeah. the car would drive away. Drag. <laughs> so funny. Uh, but I, uh, the controls were so loose. I guess maybe <sighs> maybe I just never, I never got a. What's it called? I never really learned the controls. Really. Well, actually, it's interesting you mentioned that because they, when they announced uh, Just Cause Three, they made special mention of the fact that they've tightened up controls. I never really remember a control problem that I had with 2, but they specifically brought it up, so apparently a lot of people have uh, made the complaint about controls in it. Hey, hmm. Have you seen the uh, the multiplayer mod for, for PC? 
I heard about it, uh, which is, it sounds cool. They should have had multiplayer in that game. That would have been boss. Awesome. I don't know how they did it, but, <laughs> and I forget the exact numbers. Modders, they took Just Cause 2 on PC, and they were able to get an insane amount of people on the map all at one time playing together with, with little to no lag or anything. And it's oh there it is. Just Claws multiplayer can support up to a thousand players at once. Damn, what I want to play fuck? that. <laughs> a thousand players at once. So that sounds awesome. It's everybody driving around, you know, gliding rockets, chaos, hijacking planes, hijacking planes and, and shit. It's complete and say all in one, all in the one big open world map. I don't know. That sounds this, awesome. This is for the new one, right? For three? No, that's two. That's just cause oh, two. That's two. This is like PC mod. Wow. Yeah. Game. Oh, okay. Pretty okay. Damn impressive. It's Sorry, real. I was I was looking at like, the next thing <laughs> and I kind of got lost. But that sounds. I can't believe that it, it would be that smooth. Like. Yeah. Right. It was. I mean, I don't know how they did it. What what, what kind of code they found or, or whatever? Because first they're like, "Hey, we have fifty people. We've got a hundred people. We've got two hundred and fifty. We're just gonna keep going and see how far we can get before this <laughs> thing blows up." And I guess they've made it to a thousand. That's amazing. I like that people do that online too. They're just like, let's just do it because. Right. Just cause. Just cause. Yeah. Just cause. Hey, <laughs> shit. So, um, they are so you guys are excited. Totally. Um, aiming for a 2015 launch. So sooner than, uh, sooner nice. than expected. Probably next summer ish, I imagine. So maybe about a year's wait? It's pretty well along. If they're aiming for 2015, probably holiday 2015. Now I'm thinking about it. But yeah, yeah. Ne- next year starting to look pretty, pretty good. sweet. Every start. next year looks sweet. That's true. <laughs> this year, th- this year's been pretty light up until now. Right now, it's it's like 2014 was like dead silent until all of a sudden the past right? like couple of months have just been oh my god, yeah. there's so too many shit. cool games. Yeah, <laughs> it's too much to play. It's kind of a good problem to have. It's never uh, too much to play. <laughs> well, to kind of segue from a game that had a huge multiplayer to another game that's going to have huge multiplayer, Grand Theft Auto Five. So, less than a week away <clears throat> for the PS4 and Xbox One versions. And PC. And PC. Mm-hmm. Well, is PC coming out the same day, or is that... Uh, actually, standard? I'm not sure. I don't know, actually. I shouldn't have said that. Retracted. <laughs> okay, Retracted. so a, a tenuous release day for PC, but it is coming. Rockstar said today... That uh, heists are coming to Grand Theft Auto Online. Is that on it launch? Will be in the first update, so after launch. Ugh. And presumably, it doesn't come out on Xbox One until like a week after. So after that point, so the first update, whenever that is, and I would say a couple of weeks. So we don't know when that's going to be. Not in we the don't know. Ugh, boy. But hey, they talk about say it more than a couple of weeks at most. Yeah. Now, do they detail what you can do in the heists? No. Not really. No? They just said heist shit. Well, I did see... it's good see... to know. Yeah, that is good to know. I'm glad that they've confirmed it. There's it, something that people exists. have been waiting for for such a long time. Uh, over a year yeah. now. Yeah, Rockstar. Over a year now. <laughs> well, you know what? I can't even... What they've put out has been so fucking amazing that I can't... I don't yeah. even really care all that much. It's just I, I want that extra. I care slightly. It's... It's something that they promised, like, before the game even launched. Yeah, but I don't feel slighted. It would be nice. Because, I mean, especially after seeing that uh, first-person view, like, mm-hmm. demo, mm-hmm. it blew my mind. And I just, I'm like, okay, you know what, heists I can wait on. Because the, the new game now has, you know, the, the updated uh, yep. graphics, graphics. Uh, more... Uh, Pedestrians, more mm-hmm. cars, more I mean, everything, you know all this, more people, on more animals, more everything. More everything. 
Uh, and then the first-person mode on top of that, yeah. with all the new animations that go with that, all the the rendered like guns models that they have to do for like mm-hmm. up close viewing, all the uh, the interiors of cars now, yep, like all of that is, is they're giving me so much that I'm like, you know what, heists, I can, I wish I had the them, but I'm okay. A nice cherry on this awesome Sunday we're getting. Exactly. Um, it's funny. I kind of assumed in a weird way that all this was going to happen when they put GTA Five out so close to the release of new consoles. Yeah, I was like, they're going to put out uh, a new gen version of this game that's pretty much going to be the definitive version of it. And it's actually been this is the first I think true definitive version mm-hmm. of a game that's come out on a you know mm-hmm. a new gen yeah. system. Because before it's just been like a little bit prettier, yeah. you know, like a higher frame rate, which is all nice. Well, this yeah. is like. A brand, a brand new game. game. Yeah. That's actually yeah. a good point. I was going to bring up The Last of Us, but you're right. The Last of Us just looks really, really a lot better. Um, all right, what's next? Uh, okay, uh, Telltale. Uh, they just released some new details about their Game of Thrones game. It's coming out relatively soon. It's called Iron from Ice. Uh, it's gonna be. It's more based on the show, so it's gonna kind of visually mimic what's going on with the show. And I'm okay. not gonna say too too much because no spoilers or whatever. This is the one thing that I have a very serious spoiler policy about. Game of Thrones is awesome and should not be spoiled in the slightest. That's true. Because a huge part of that show is being surprised by it. Yes, right? yeah. absolutely. Okay. Uh, but it's gonna be set during season four, during the events of season four. Uh, you're going to be playing as five characters, all related to House Forrester which was a Stark bannerman, and them trying to kind of keep their house under control as kind of chaotic forces outside push in. Uh, so, so would it really benefit you to watch the first three seasons and then probably season four too before playing this game? If I feel like if you play this game because it's set during season four, they're going to mention some things that uh, will be spoilery. Okay. So if you care at all about the major plot, you should probably be caught up to at least season four before you, you just see. watch it because it's the fucking best thing that it's there the is. Show on television. <laughs> but really you know, is. if you're a gamer who's into tell, uh, Telltale stuff, mm-hmm. if you like The Wolf Among Us, if you liked uh, Walking Dead, Dead. Mm-hmm. and you want to play this one, but you, for some reason you haven't watched Game of Thrones, I'm kind of in that camp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, boo that man! Boo this man! <laughs> Shout out! Boo! Get away from me! Boo. <laughs> Put your torches away! <laughs> Um, Throw my hat. Then you should totally catch up on it. Man. Yes. You probably <laughs> if you care at all about the plot, you were probably going to get some sizable spoilers if you haven't watched the show yet. All right. Throw my hat. But yeah, it's shaping up your really Man. Cool. <laughs> so that is that. To tail. And the last news nugget that I really have is uh, cult TV show Twin Peaks is getting a new season. 25 years later, it's going to have nine episodes on Showtime in 2016. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought I saw Twin Peaks just showed up on Netflix. Yes, yeah. Twin Peaks is on Netflix now. There's only two seasons of it, so it's not a lot if you wanted to uh, check it out, see what's up. I totally do, because uh, you showed me the movie years back. Yes. I loved it. <laughs> Firewalk With Me, that's it's a crazy movie. fucking crazy. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It's clearly David Lynch. Yes. Uh, I've never saw the show, though, but you say it's worth watching. Absolutely. The um, second season has some pretty severe issues. Because that's uh, not David Lynch, right? No. He only had a hand in it slightly? He kind of left the show after like the first like six or seven episodes and kind of drifted away and drifted back in later. So there's in the second season, there's like a nine or ten episode lull point where it gets kind of dull and not great. 
I hate to say it, but the first season is like pitch perfect and one of the best seasons ever made for television. Nice. And, and there's even a solid part of season two, which is really good. So so two might be lacking, but still worth watching. And this yeah. new show is picking up right where season two left off, right? Well, it's going to be 25 years later. Ooh, okay. Um, show, but still, so it's going to be connected to this show. It is a continuation of the story, apparently. It's not a total reboot or anything. Now, how much does David Lynch have to do with this one? It is It is David Lynch. He is doing all nine episodes. Ooh. Mark Frost from X-Files is coming back to produce. So this is like the original team. The original oh, twin team coming back together for some uh, on Showtime, too. So cable, cable. I'm excited for that. I've been watching a lot of X-Files, too. Yeah. So this is like... The perfect time for I'm me to get into this. I'm pretty excited. David Lynch hasn't like you know done any like TV or movie work in kind of a long time now, so I'm I'm really excited to see him get back into it, uh, see what he can do. I'm excited to see more David Lynch too because the yeah. last thing I saw was Inland Empire. Inland Empire. <laughs> and that was like that crazy that. ass theater with you yes, uh, in we went Cambridge. To Brattle, yeah. Yeah. That was uh, a good time. That was a great time. That yeah. was a crazy ass movie too. Yes, the audience was like losing it, laughing and screaming. That was a fun movie to watch. That yeah, that movie made me laugh and it freaked me out. It was creepy in it ways was I didn't really clearly understand. Yeah, at like, the time. Why am I creeped? This is weird. Yeah, like why? <laughs> I don't know why I want to cry right now. Yeah. But I do. It's a good movie. That was a good movie to see with a crowd, too. Yeah, absolutely. Especially because they're all, like, college kids. Yes. You know? And we were around that age, too. Yep. It was a fun time. Totally. But that was pretty much the last thing he's done. So he's been out of the game for a long time. So it'll be very interesting. Well, he, he was on the movie. Cleveland show for a long time, weirdly. I forgot about that. That's right. Yeah. Yes, very weirdly. <laughs> he was really funny, too, because he was kind of like the Adam West character, just really off the wall. Yeah. Yeah. The, he was a bartender or something, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Gus, the bartender. Cool. So the last thing I'll really say about it that uh, is kind of weirdly prescient, uh, in the, towards the last couple of episodes, uh, one of the characters, I, I won't say too much that I want to spoil, but one character says to another character, and this was a very important moment, they said, I'll see you again in 25 years. Oh, whoa. And it's like the timing is exact. That's it's awesome. It's crazy that this is actually happening like 25 years later. That's some really great fans service Yeah, then. it's insane. <laughs> all right. So um, that seems to be the end of our news nuggets. That's all the news nuggets I got. That so was a, you guys got anything else? That was a big blast. Mm-hmm. That was a big, <laughs> big fucking blast. Big blast of news nuggets. Pinched a lot of yeah. Okay. So we're, we're at the half an hour mark here. So we're going to take a break. When we come back... We were going to get into The Binding of Isaac, Assassin's Creed Unity, um, some Evil Within. Mm-hmm. Um, am I missing anything? Some other stuff? Yeah, yeah it sounds about good. Uh, Halo. I'll talk about Halo. Oh, and Halo Master Chief Collection. Master Chief That's Collection. right. So, uh, Ryan got to sit down and play that for a while. So uh, we'll be back. Look for me in the abyss 2010 mr and mrs smith cause ain't no other couple's been through this baby girl been through shit and her boy lived the life that gave him thicker skin and learned to fend off the villains quick so fate crossed their lives over pack of arrows over his shoulder but time passed while the planet's getting colder but together they can take on the world and shit just the love between a boy and a girl and shit and he's like i ain't no superman and she's like i ain't no superwoman either all that god is a heart that i believe in when i close my eyes release it strike the target and hit hardest from life's but now I'm with you this evening And though I know that I've been floating in space I'm still coming back to reunite and feel your embrace And you ain't never seen a face or looked in her eyes Bronze Age, Bonnie and Clyde on the side of the good guys slide All I need in this world of sin Is me and my girlfriend Me and my girlfriend Down the ride to the very end Is me and my girlfriend Look for me All I need in this world of sin Very end. 
hey, hey! What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Greeted and Real, episode... <laughs> hey, hey! Uh, episode 16. This is our Marvel slash DC extravaganza, mm-hmm. which uh, we haven't even got to the Which meet. we'll get to at some point. <laughs> this is going to be a big episode, people, so... Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, I know you've already looked at the file and seen how big it is. We don't know right now, but I feel like it's going to be huge. Probably, yeah. Um, so, right now, before we get, uh, we're probably going to have to take another break and then get into the big Marvel, like, the, the meat of the episode. But, uh, first I want to talk about what we've been doing. So we've been doing a lot. It's been a lot of games and stuff coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, first off, the Binding, uh, the Binding of Isaac. Yes. We mentioned it last episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it just came out on PS Plus. Mm-hmm. That's the reason I picked it up. If you haven't picked up this game, <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I think you should. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend it. It's free. <laughs> yep. It's worth checking out. Might not be up everybody's alley, but if you're into stuff like Spelunky, mm-hmm. uh, you'd probably be into it. Because like, Spelunky and Binding of Isaac are really the grandfathers of this Massocore type of game. Right. Not including, um, you know, NES games. Right, right. <laughs> this is like the, the new wave yeah. of this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. The Renaissance. Um, it reminds me very much of original Zelda with that kind of top-down yeah. going from room to room. Absolutely, and the way the map looks, because it just blocks, the block, you know, yeah. like mm-hmm. in a grid. Um, so it's very easy to jump into. It's like a twin-stick shooter. Mm-hmm. You, you walk and you shoot tears. Yes. <laughs> um, the story is weird. So the story's we, fucking we weird as shit. Get that out of the way. <laughs> uh, and that's why I like it. Sure, yeah. And it's like you were saying, I, I forget if, we said, if you said it on the podcast or not, but you were saying that it kind of reminds you of um, Silent Hill, the way the enemies and the yeah. way the story works. Yeah. Because it's very, like, weird, esoteric kind of villains because they're, like, right. weird meat monsters and zombie people and, like, manifestations yeah. of your fears and your, yep. your like, worries and angers and anxiety and stuff. Yeah. Isaac has a very deeply religious mother, and yeah. she hears God talking to her, and God allegedly tells her that she needs to kill Isaac. So Isaac, to escape from her, jumps into a trap door in his living room that leads to the basement, quote-unquote, yeah. uh, and goes from there. Obviously, you're not in his colossally huge multi-level basement or anything. Yeah, because it's a hellscape down yeah, there. Yeah, it's, it's insanity. Um so basically, the whole game is dungeons. Yes, and you go a Zelda dungeon, pretty much, just yeah. going from room to room. Constant Zelda dungeon the entire game. Collecting power ups and uh... Uh, there's lots of poop and blood. A lot of poop. <laughs> it's a very poop centric game. It's and a lot of blood. So it, it's very dark that way. So yeah. it, it's it's like a black comedy game because it's still yeah. funny and goofy. Yeah. And it's got quirks to it, but it is very dark and strange and full yeah. of like disgusting stuff. Yeah, you, like one of the bosses is a giant piece of poop. <laughs> yeah. But it has a smiley face on it, so... So it's kind of cute, yeah. kind of, yeah. It's definitely weird. Yeah, um, the, the real magic from the game, the way the, the reason I love it, mm-hmm. and let me get that out of the way, I love this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the real magic comes from every dungeon, every time you jump in, it's procedurally generated. It's always new. You have, uh, you start off with one life. If you die, that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can actually gain lives yes somehow you know through items and stuff Mm -hmm. and that's the big part of the game for me that i love the amount of items are it's huge it's like over 100 different items and they're random yeah the the way like where you pick them up how you pick them up it's all random Mm -hmm. um and they change you the way you look 
the way you uh, your behave, and yeah, uh, mm-hmm. your speed, your whatever, and and you can pick up all these different items, like twenty of them, and they make you look different, so they're compound. So yeah. sometimes by the end of the game, I have like five things circling around me, like familiars. <laughs> right. I look like a fucking monster because I have like you blood fly, coming out of my eyes, lasers from your eyes. Yeah, yeah, you're on yeah, fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it gets crazy, and it's amazing, because you never know what you're going to get by the end of the game. Yeah. So there's a lot of skill involved, but a ton of luck. Mm-hmm. So it's fun jumping in. Even when you die, you're like, well, I wonder what's going to happen next time. You, mm-hmm. you don't know. It's completely up in the air. And this is the Rebirth version of the game, which I guess is the... They went back and kind of retooled it. It's, it's like the master the version, the definitive version. Okay. Yeah. There's, there's new stuff, new rooms, new bosses, yeah. new items. Um... So yeah, uh, it's definitely worth picking up. I'm having a great time with it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to do. There's a lot of um, replay value. Yep, still free on PSN, right? At mm. this point? Free yes. all this yes. month. Pick it up. It's great. Um, so sticking with that uh, creepy, horrifying uh, theme, Dread, you play the evil within. Yeah, horrifying is one word I'd use to describe it. <laughs> uh, in a good way? Uh, good, but more in a bad way. Ooh, really? Yeah. I'm surprised. It's, I'm, I'm a huge fan of uh, Shinji Mikami. You may have right. heard me mention him before. He's you know Resident Evil guru. He's he's done work on Vanquish. He's done work on... I didn't know he did Vanquish. Yeah, he did Vanquish. Huh. And oh, wow. he helped uh, Suda51 on um, Shadows of the Damned, which is nothing That's probably why in Vanquish you can like smoke cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. he would put that in there. Yeah. Um... So I was really looking forward to The Evil Within, and I had already seen some of the reviews, kind of. Some some people said it was really neat and traditional. Some people said it was very lackluster. I, I lean towards the, the lackluster uh, spectrum. How so? It's, well, <laughs> I brought it up when you said the word ar- archaic, because I instantly thought of The Evil Within. Oh, yeah, The Evil Within is very old school, not totally mm. in a great way. Right. I mean, you... So it's kind of, like, janky, almost? Yeah. Well, not janky, but, like... You're slow. It's slow. It's it's almost plotting in your 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 movement. Um, your aiming is is kind of shitty. I guess I guess when you when you you can level up your stuff by go sitting in this weird electric chair and you know zapping your brain. Everything's weird in the game. Yeah, I saw that. It looks really strange. Um, and you can actually you know increase your reflex, increase your your aiming and your your speed and whatnot. But at the begin, maybe at least at the beginning, you're it's just just it's painful to even just walk around. Hmm. Did you play all the way through it? I did not. I traded it in. Oh wow! Yeah, and I, you know, I, I never really trade games in. But yeah. this this was a, uh, I was just playing. I was in pain playing it. Not like, uh, oh, this game is so scary. I can't do it. I felt the scariness for maybe the first five minutes. And I'm usually a bitch when it comes to these horror games. Like, <laughs> I couldn't even get through the first thirty seconds of, of the uh, the PT <laughs> for for right. the Silent Hill thing. <laughs> No, no, yeah. no, that's because you're a normal person. PT is the most horrifying <laughs> experience. Let it, not not just game or movie. It's scared me more than anything I've done yeah. for fun. Yeah. That was one of the first things I did when I got my PS4, and I was like, holy schmack, PT. I, I had to pass the controller off. I couldn't do it myself. So. <laughs> with, with The Evil Within, you're, you you starts off almost exactly like Resident Evil. You go to the creepy place, and... There's there's supposed to be like the 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 hiding element, you know. You see the bad guy, you can't really defend yourself. You have to hide away. I already oh, don't really? like that shit. But I, yeah, I understand that um, as you go through the game, you're gonna get more powerful to the point where you can defend yourself. 
Well, when you're hiding, they don't give you any sort of a corner cover or anything. So the stealth portions are just fucking stupid. Mm -hmm. uh, you eventually you do get a gun with this, you know, almost no ammo, and that harkens back to the old Resident Evil stuff. I'm like, all right, but shooting isn't very fulfilling. Uh, the and it came to the point where I wasn't scared anymore because the AI is so is so um, it's so stupid, bad, yeah. slow. It's like the the enemies they show up, ah, they they'll scare you for a second, but you can just run around them. They might hit you. You can just kind of run sidestep a little bit. Okay. I, I, I wasn't scared anymore because, oh, there's an enemy there. I'm going to run right past him. Or I'll just turn around run this way. And uh, you're, you know, it's not fun. I'm playing fucking tag now. Oh, there's a so guy. So then it, f it felt like a game and not like a, a creepy experience anymore. Exactly. And the, on, okay. on the technical side, the game, it it's not the worst looking game I've ever seen. But uh, it actually looks pretty excellent if it came out in like 2009. Right. On, you know, it, it, they definitely made this. But like you were saying, some whenever they put a, a, a remastered version of a game, they just kind of prettied up and put it on the next gen or the, the, which yeah. is now current gen. Mm -hmm. This feels just like that. They made this game for PS3 and then they did very little touch-ups and put it on PS4. Yeah. It doesn't even run smooth. There's plenty of frame rate issues. Or I'm just like, oh, it's chugging, it's chugging along. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe maybe people thought it would look cool because it looks kind of like a grainy old movie when it does that, but it's not cool. <laughs> and eventually, I was just like, you know what? I'm I shouldn't. I, I want to have fun when I'm playing a video game. This isn't fun. Uh, you're going back to. I can still get a decent amount of money for this because it's brand new. I'm trading it back in. Wow. See, I don't know. I can't say specifically, but I feel like I, we heard kind of that there was a lot of growing pains behind this game. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it's too bad. Every time I see a clip for it, I'm like, awesome, this looks just like Resident Evil 4. Mm -hmm. It does. But uh, apparently that is not the case. I mean, maybe maybe it does get better as you go through it, but I just I didn't want to suffer through the beginning. I even got mm -hmm. to the first part where it's both, just like the Resident Evil Village. You go to a village. <laughs> right. And it's like, you know, it's like, oh. Chainsaw guys coming out. Chainsaw you. guys and guys. There's a yeah. guy with a gun. Guys, they can break through doors. They can follow you around. But it, it was just, it was just stupid. <laughs> oh my god, I remember Resident Evil 4, I have such great memories, especially mm -hmm. just Seriously, that very beginning. Yeah. Playing the demo for the first time blew my mind. Yes. Mm -hmm. I don't even know how many times I played that thing. 4 was a seriously good game. I probably played that demo about as much times as I played Ground Zeroes. Yes, <laughs> I remember when that demo came out, I just like, I played it to death. I was like, I want this game right now. Except I didn't pay 30 fucking dollars for it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ground Zeroes was pretty fucking great. It was worth the thirty dollars. I'm just, I just wish I didn't have to pay that for it. That's right. But I, I did play a lot of it though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. So. Uh, That's my evil within spiel. That okay. I can go on. If you want me to just keep complaining and waste the rest of the time on this po podcast, <laughs> and the guy was stupid, and they're driving through the city, and there's nobody on the streets, and That's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm, well, I'll, I'll save you. All right. Well, that's that's disappointing to hear because I, I was thinking about picking it up and now I don't I think I'm just yeah, going to skip it all together save your yeah. there are so many good games coming out here surely save your money that's absolutely too, yeah. I'm still playing a bunch of great stuff right now mm -hmm. uh, so one of those things that came out uh, none of us have an Xbox One but Ryan you were able to uh, play at someone's house that did yes, have one yes someone's house who got an Xbox One recently and Halo Master Chief Collection came out on Tuesday yep so I went over there and uh I would say the experience was good and bad. Um, okay. 
all day long like they were having serious serious multiplayer issues uh, I was probably there for like five six hours and we only really played like ten matches we were just <laughs> sitting there looking at a lobby screen like oh that's painful 80% of the time um, you think it's just because they haven't worked the kinks out yet and stay on? Yeah, I, I don't understand how nowadays you can launch a game with a huge, uh, arguably the focus uh, of the game, a multiplayer component, uh, and not be ready for the like deluge of people trying to play this game on launch day. Yeah, like this is so rudimentary. So many games that launch have this problem mm -hmm. with the servers going down. They're just not ready for it. I don't understand how at this point. In game development, you cannot be ready for this. Oh stuff. man, I, I have the list you in have my to head. No one launch day. Yeah, I mean, there's no beta test or anything, right? Not that I ever really heard of. The, be I the mean, beta test has been the past 15 years or whatever, you know, <laughs> 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 yeah, able to come exactly. out. Yeah, that, that's point, totally true. If you're putting out a game with a multiplayer component, especially if it's something like a shooter where most people are playing for the multiplayer, you need to be ready on launch day yeah. for your service to get bombed with 100,000 people trying to play at once. You need to be ready for this. This is this is 101 at this point. Now, I wonder I wonder if that was a widespread problem or maybe... It was. They were updating on Twitter all day, talking about uh, okay. they knew. They were having server problems. They were trying things. They were putting out patches... Uh, by the time and like I said, after six hours and only ten games, like I just left it. That sucks. Okay, but so what once I did you get to play though, okay, yeah, was good. Once we got in, um, it was cool. I've never played Halo Two or Halo One, so no? all of that stuff, no. Oh boy, no, I, I didn't get into Halo until three. I uh, I got Halo One, um, mm -hmm. not at launch. It was a little while after because it was one of those like the game started building up hype. Yes, after a while. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, what, why is everyone so into this game? And I had an Xbox, not a lot to play on it. Yeah. So I, I picked it up and fell in love right away. That was the Xbox game to buy. <laughs> Absolutely. That's yeah. the only reason why there's an Xbox One now, I mm -hmm. think. Um, and I remember playing LAN parties with my friends. Yes. Be like four, <laughs> four of us in one room. LAN, LAN parties. Yeah. We had another parties. Xbox in the other room. There's four other people playing in there. Nice. And then, so when 2 came out, it blew my mind that mm -hmm. they started doing online stuff and mm -hmm. like basically invented matchmaking. Pretty much, in a way. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it was incredible. And then, so you jumped in on 3. Yes, three was the first Halo game that I really actually played. Played a lot of three with you, man. Yes, we did. was awesome. We played the hell out of that game. Um, so, in terms of, like, nostalgia and stuff, like, it was cool to see the three stuff. And, uh, it was cool to play the one and two stuff. It's all four games, one, two, three, and four, and it's the full games, which is, is cool. You get a lot of bang for your buck if you're really into Halo. Um, the multiplayer, if I had a slight complaint about it, it's the way that the playlists are set up. There's, like, only Halo 2 stuff, there's only Halo 3 stuff, and then there's only Halo 4 stuff. And then you can do a big team, which calls from all four games. Okay. And then there's, like, a, a regular Team Slayer that does the same thing. It calls from all four games. So you can't just go, like, I only want to play, play. Slay, Slayer mm -hmm. Halo 2. Yeah. Oh, that's Well, you would queue for Halo 2. But you don't know what you're going to get. But you know what you get. You could get Oddball or whatever else. I heard, there was a, I heard this was a big problem. Some guy actually put a video on where he queued up for the playlist and he ended up doing a uh, what was it it was like a big team slayer with mm -hmm. 10 people and the the matchmaking actually set it up so it ended up being a six on four uh, <laughs> and yeah that happened a couple of times a hundred a yeah. hundred score points mm -hmm. so it looks like what they have is a great basis but they need to sure. just 
tweak it and tune it up a bit. Yeah, fix some I, of the online stuff. A little more flexibility, like with the big team. Like I kept queuing for the big team because that's just what I like to do. And it was cool at first to play like one or two matches in Halo One and Halo Two, but those games are they are very old. They've they haven't really like juiced them up all that much, but they've kind of like fixed the ratio, so it doesn't look like too fuzzy or anything. But it's definitely yeah. still the old textures. It's still the old mechanics. Right, right. Uh, and you definitely notice how much Halo has changed going from like Halo Two to Three Ooh, to Four. Like that must be weird. I mean, the so movement. Yeah, to the, play how one much match. Jump. To play one match in Halo One and then and jump then into Halo, Halo Two 3. and then three in the next match. Yeah, it's how do you remember what you can do? Yeah, you're the way you move and shoot and jump and walk around in Halo Two is totally different in feel to how it is in three or yeah. four. So it was kind of like jarring to go from match to match. Yeah, if you can't just go like I want to stay in Halo Two but play these games, yeah. you're kind of screwed. So like I, uh, it was fun to play one and two at first, but after a while, I found myself gravitating more and more to just the Halo Four maps. Yeah, I really I loved just, Halo Four. Wasn't 4, having man. as much fun. Halo Four is a great game. Yeah, agreed. And I wasn't having as much fun playing the older games. It was cool. Like I did a Halo Three match in um, the Pit. Remember the Pit? Oh, dude, of course. Used to some major time in the Pit. But, but then I, I played the Pit in so... Four, and I was fine with that. Yeah, and it's fine. I yeah. like that even better, actually. Um, they did, for 2, they did remaster, uh, fully remaster, like, five or six maps. They took some classic Halo 2 maps and completely redid them from the ground up, all flashy and stuff. And those were the ones that had the gun goose. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, um, and those were kind of cool, but it's still that kind of old Halo 2 kind of movement system, so there's no sprint or anything. Like, the gun mechanics are all kind of nouveau Halo, but this, the movement is still old Halo, so yeah, yeah. it was kind of weird to play. It does sound a little strange. Um, but the new two maps do look really nice. The new Blood Gulch is totally awesome. And the cool. Gun Gooses are... The Gun Gooses are... It's cool. They're, they're it. fun, right? It's fun. I but liked it. You said there's no accuracy? It's just like a cone in it's front a, of you? You can only shoot in like a cone in front of you. And like if you turn, like the guns don't turn or whatever. They only shoot right in front of you. So like if someone just runs past you, you know, you do that like three-point mongoose <laughs> turn. Like, I'm coming after you. Just stay there. Hang <laughs> yeah. on. I'm coming to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a dirt bike with a machine gun on the front of it. Like it's not the most maneuverable thing in the world. But it does sound fun to be able to like launch yourself off of something and just... Yeah, it was cool. I liked it. So, I mean, overall, like, I would play it more. The multiplayer issues, though, really sucked and dampened the enjoyment of it. But if you had an Xbox, you'd be picking this up? Probably. Okay. I think I would, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Alright, so let's get on to our last bit of stuff we've been doing before we take the break. Yep. Assassin's Creed Unity. This is uh, another big release that just came out mm-hmm. on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, right alongside Rogue. Right. I, I, haven't, I haven't heard anything about it. Nothing. <laughs> I haven't heard any reviews. I haven't yeah. uh, seen any videos or anything. Yeah. And the reason, I think, for that is because there's a huge embargo on it. Mm-hmm. No, uh, like, review site or, or anything like that got any advanced copies. Yeah. And I think I have a sneaking suspicion because Rogue might be better than Unity, mm-hmm. and they want to sell Unity Yeah. Um, and get that out the gate and then have people pick up Rogue, you know. Yeah. Because they will anyways. Also that the Unity launch, like the critical reception of it, the community reception of it has kind of been a shit show, so it makes sense it would over uh, overshadow Rogue at this point. Okay, so I want to talk about that, uh, yep. you know, quote-unquote shit show mm-hmm. people talk about. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I don't think it's a shit show. I don't think the game is No, terrible. not that the game's a shit. I'm not saying there's a... Like, the reviews are. They're very yeah, the, the, the The internet reaction to it has been pretty insane. Um, I've read two full reviews on it. Uh, first from IGN, mm-hmm. which is a little nicer than the Kotaku one, which I just read. Which was scathing. Uh, I mean, I guess it depends on how you take it. Yes. I think, th- for me, the way I read it, that reviewer was such a huge fanboy of Assassin's Creed that mm-hmm. he, this one kind of wounded him a bit because sure. he wanted it to be much better. And I'm with him. Mm-hmm. But I'm not... His problems weren't so big for me. So what he was saying is, like, it's dull. The yep. character's dull. The story's dull. The missions are dull. Right. And that's all true. Mm-hmm. Um, but the gameplay is fun enough for me that it kind of overshadows it. Yeah. I could see how that would be the case for me as well. Yeah, um, and I, but I do miss, I do miss the adventurous kind of stuff that Ubisoft was doing with their last couple of games. So like, I miss right. the, the ships, I miss After, the jungles. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was the kind of the biggest source of the Kotaku guys' uh, complaints about the game is that after Black Flag got so much kind of like forward innovation with the series, to see Unity go back to like really like basics like Assassin's Creed Two kind of. Yep. I heard it being it, compared to Assassin's Creed One a lot. It is huh. kind of. Hmm. Th- th- this game feels to me like they stripped everything down. It's like a fresh new start. They actually took out all of the Animus crap. So like you're not you never leave the Animus. Yay! I kind of like that. I like the Animus I do, crap. I I did enjoy the Animus crap, but for me, it, it it's I don't miss it. I don't you know? I don't really miss it. This was another big sticking point for the Kotaku review. Uh, yeah. That he really liked all the Desmond stuff and the modern day stuff. And uh for me, like I disagree. I did not really ever really like any of that modern day stuff. I thought it was kinda cool, but it was In the first yeah. two games I was like on board. I was like sure, but after a while, you know, after Revelations and Brotherhood and then three and I stuff, skipped those like, two. I was just kind of like I'm just kind of over it. Like, I don't really care about Desmond. I don't really care about the modern day stuff. The the previous, the historical stuff was so cool that I was sick of the game pulling me out of it so that I could play as Desmond jumping around a warehouse for, like, 15 minutes. Yeah, the, there's none of that in this. So, it this seems like it's a great start of something. Kind of like one, like, like Dredd was saying, where the mechanics are much better now. Mm-hmm. Traversal is much smoother. Mm-hmm. I love the downward parkour stuff. Mm-hmm. It makes traversal so much easier to get from point A to point B. Because mm-hmm. instead of like, okay, I'm on this high building, I need to get to this spot, and there's a gap in between me and it, the destination. So I need to like run and find a spot that I can jump down to, a, like a shorter roof and then a shorter roof, and then hit the ground so I don't kill myself. Or you run know, look or for a haystack. To, <laughs> yeah, or yes. look for a haystack, or you have to stop and hang off the side of the building you're on, and then drop down, grab the edge, drop down, grab the edge. Now it's, you see a gap, you see the destination on the other side of it, you can just, without thinking, just run right off to the side of the edge of the building, hold the circle button while you're running with R2, and he'll just, like, leap off the side, grab something, swing down, and, like, right down the side of the building, and then on the ground, and you keep running. That's cool. It's really nice. Um, it, it's really fun, but yeah, they're, they're, it's just like they, they built a lot of great stuff. The, the, like the, the game's beautiful, the NPCs. Mm-hmm. I've never seen so many NPCs in one spot. Right. But it's just, there's not a lot to 
do, I guess? There's not a lot to do that you haven't done a million times in an Assassin's Creed game. Exactly. They're not pushing any new boundaries other than with the mechanics they have. Yeah. So, I still think it's worth picking up. I still think it's fun. Let's talk about the microtransactions. I wasn't aware that this was a thing. Apparently Mm -hmm. in Black Flag that there were microtransactions as well. Yeah, usually for multiplayer. So this isn't a brand new thing that they're doing. Oh, no. This has been going on since, what, Revelations? Has it? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, But it's much more in your face now. Is it really? Yes. That's kind of bad. Because you can get boosts to, like boost up your progression or like get, give you more health for a certain amount of time or more defense for a certain amount of time Ugh, it's <laughs> a single player action game yeah. why would you do that well that takes away the the Just reason the for game. yeah 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 <laughs> um but there's a lot of like they kind of throw it in your face yeah. um there's a lot of like things trying to pull you to their other projects like the companion app or... Yeah, like there's a chest that you can't open until yeah. you download the companion app. And Which use sucks because they're everywhere on the map. And, that is so dumb. And as a, I feel like I'm a completionist kind of gamer. When I see those things sitting on the map, it bugs me because I can't just clear it off my map. Oh my god! And get it off my checklist. Don't even get me Maybe started on that social bullshit games. from Black Flag. <laughs> oh well, that's all back. All that social yeah. shit. Oh my god! And even I would have platinumed the games. So. That shit wasn't didn't exist. Oh <laughs> uh, well, you know. I haven't gotten one that's like the white whale where like you can't finish it unless your friend finds it. There's there's nothing like that yet uh, that I've seen. As far as I hear with the microtransactions, there's nothing blocking you per no. se. No, no, you ha- you don't have to do it. It's just annoying to see it a lot. Like the chest thing is dumb, but it's not like you need the stuff in the chest to continue on with the game. Really. Absolutely not. Nothing. None of this is game breaking. Yep. It's just like it's just annoying. It's, it's in your face. It's invasive and uh, exactly. it's annoying and uh, it's not where games should be going. They're not making cell phone games now. Um, okay, I want to get into the co-op a bit. Mm-hmm. I've only played a couple matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I didn't say this in the outset. I'm only like a quarter of the way through the game right okay. now, so it may get better. Um, story-wise? Story-wise, I don't have much hope. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm only a quarter of the way through the story. Right. Uh, and I don't really care if it's going to be, get better or not, okay. to be honest. Um, it's just, it's dull for me. I don't really care about Arno. <laughs> I don't care yeah. about his story. It's nothing you haven't seen before. A lot of these dull yeah. complaints I'm hearing kind of remind me of Destiny. Yeah, it's true. And if you liked... That, that's, that's the thing. Destiny is just about as fun to me as this game is. The mm-hmm. gameplay's amazing, mm-hmm. but there's just nothing so much there to do with it. Mm-hmm. As long as you're okay with just the gameplay, then... It's a good game. You should pick it up and play it. I mean, see, if the gameplay is there, like, that's great. But, I mean, other than that in Assassin's Creed, like, the story is really all there is. You're just doing story missions and stuff. Yeah, you might stop and run around and pickpocket some people or collect feathers or climb to the top of churches. But, I mean, other than that, Assassin's Creed is, like, the story. That's a good point. You're doing assassinations. So, I mean, like, if the story's sucking, like, that's not great. It's not. (laughs) You're right. And that's why it's, I would give it, if I had to score it, you know, less than an eight, mm-hmm. you know, because it's, it's still really fun, but it's, mm-hmm. could be missable. Um, but mm-hmm. the co-op is really fun that I, that I wanted to get into, because I've only played a couple matches with people, and uh, I played one that was just me and another guy, mm-hmm. and then I played one that was four of us. And I gotta say, it's really impressive and really fun to see you and a couple of, of assassins running around in this beautiful Paris, right? Doing these p- kind of open-ended missions, mm-hmm. and they're kind of long. They're mm-hmm. like multi-stepped missions, 
And cool. I didn't even do the heist yet. I haven't even tried one yet. Nice. So it was like, okay, so the two of you have to go into this area. They give you a big, like, circle to, like, stay in. Yeah. And you're, like, notorious the entire time. So you have to, like, use your stealth mm-hmm. and stay on the rooftops and really look out and use your eagle vision. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't have to stay with the guy, like, your partner. You can split off and do two separate things. And if one guy gets caught, you're not automatically caught. So you can kind of, like, stay in the shadows and just see if you can fight it out and get, you know, mm-hmm. get away and hide or something. Mm-hmm. You don't have to jump in and save him if you don't want to. And in fact, you get scored on your own individual skill and, like, what you accomplished and not, like, as a group. So as long as you survive, as long as he survives, you can kind of just leave him alone and go through yourself. Hmm. Um, and it's really fun. And I actually, like, I wish you guys had it. I'm not going to tell you to go out and buy it. <laughs> but I want to see what yeah, it would be yeah. like to play with a few friends and talking the whole time. Yeah. And, yeah. I still want to play it. I'll probably pick it up at some point. I like the idea that the uh, co-op is, like, uh, you can do it in free roam, too. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was going to be just kind of, like, restricted to, like, doing missions. So the fact that it's in free roam, that's a neat touch. I like that a lot. It is really cool. I want to try that out. Yeah. Yeah. Just, like, run around with buddies and fuck shit up around the city. Oh, and uh, the the buildings, too? Getting in through buildings? Yes. Amazing addition to the game. There's a lot more interiors. It's like every uh, third building has an interior, and you can go... All the way from the first floor to the top floor, uh, you know, if you're running on a rooftop, you can jump down and see an open window, climb right through it, and get nice. through the other side of the building. People were saying that it's hard to get through the windows, and I had trouble at first, <laughs> but I've gotten yeah. much better at it. You hit L2. Like yeah, yeah, you just... it. Like, <laughs> you're like, no, go in, and he, like, grabs the above sill. <laughs> and then you drop down below it, <laughs> like, and no, you, like, go side to side right over it. Yeah, like, yeah. You motherfucker, get in get the in. window. <laughs> Uh, you have to hit L2 when you get to a window, and I've gotten better at doing that. And mm-hmm. he really does just kind of like, whoop, and vault right through. Right. Um, and I, I hope that every Assassin's Creed after this has that. Yes. So I think for my final you know, wrap-up of this review of the game that I have so mm-hmm. far, my quarter way through it, mm-hmm. the framework's amazing, and as long as they build something better on top of it, mm-hmm. it'll be like a 10, I yes. think. So if they can take Black Flag and throw it on top of what they made with Unity, yeah, I'd shit my pants. Okay. <laughs> so, right. so if, if you're not super into Assassin's Creed, you might want to skip it and go to the next one. Maybe even pick up Rogue instead if sure. you still have a PS3 or a 360. So with that, we're gonna take another break and then we're gonna get finally <laughs> to the Marvel DC stuff of this Marvel DC spectacular episode. <laughs> spectacular! 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 All right, so stick. He was wearing a mask I was out with my folks And we was having a laugh We didn't do this too often Mingle with the proletariat Folks were all money And too often they were scared of cat Always going out Leaving me with the help Always raising funds And I'm left with myself They saw that I was missing out On being a kid Dad said we're going out And I'm flipping my lid I was lost in the dark Took the time in the cave Surrounded by bats Alone and afraid Big Z on the screen Man feeling in danger Assemble some evil Can focus their anger A hero that sent the end to their ruin A mask to protect them For people pursuing A king to conceal A collection of tricks And everything black On this he insists I am the Batman I jump up and then I land You don't know what I got in my hand The shape of a bat You was flat out the I am the Dark Knight I do what's right But I do what I spite Don't look quite right If you draw on the light I'll land when I pull my cool fight Dad had the limo out back I was sacked out Cause I'm a little lad Don't wanna be old And we are back Episode one six. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of uh, an homage to Stick Stickle. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, was it, was it? Contact me, stick stickly. Uh, P.O. Box 183, New York City, New York State, 101. What a stupid show. What a great stupid show. I used to love it when I was a kid. I'd come home straight from school and throw on Nickelodeon so I could watch it. And then they replaced him with Face, and Face sucked. Oh, that was Nick Jr., right? Was it? Was Stick Stickly Nick Jr., too? Was it? I don't think there was a Nick Jr. back in the day. I think it was just... Yeah, it was just Nick, right? I think it was Nick. I think I think Stick Stickly when it was still just Nick, and then Nick Jr. took over that time slot. I think. And that's when they brought in Face. Yeah, hmm. I know Face was part of Nick Jr. Anywho, I digress. That has nothing <laughs> to do with what we're about so, to talk uh, about. <laughs> so this episode is the Marvel DC Extravaganza, <laughs> and mm. we're an hour in. <laughs> an hour into about it. it yet. Stick Stickly Extravaganza. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> So, uh, so we're in it now, and uh, Dread has all the notes, has all the information. He is our, uh, if you will, dungeon master of uh, ceremonies for the last <laughs> part of this. Take it away, Sherpa. Yeah, so what do we got? Sherpa. So we're starting with the, the cinematic, oh no, I'm sorry, the, the TV universe. Well, right? yeah, we can start, about, start with what's going on right now. I mean, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s been going for a little bit. Uh, we're, in, yep. we're in season two of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., um, supposedly there's an episode that just that just came out that was really good, uh, Tuesday's episode. I haven't actually gotten a chance to watch it yet, but the rest of the season's been pretty decent. Yeah, I um, I'm think I'm behind by one or two episodes, mm-hmm. um, and what I've seen so far of season two is... I already liked season one a lot, actually, and season two has just gotten even better. Season one did pick up nicely toward the uh, third act, whatever you want to call it. When they were able to integrate yep. the the Captain America Winter Soldier twist into that season, man, once they started doing that, you're right. It really totally changed the dynamic of the show for the better. For the and better, got way more interesting. And it, they haven't like resetted it or anything. It's it's still it's still good. Yeah, to, yeah, totally different, totally changed, and awesome. And you, I mean, you see a few. What I instantly assumed was uh, they do a little bit of tie-ins to the rest of the MCU, like when they had Sif on one of the episodes for. Thor the Dark World, um, that movie came out and they had a Thor character on the show, Sif. Yep. And that was just like, that was it. She's in the episode, boom, that's all we're going to do, we'll talk about that. But when the Captain America twist happened, it affected the entirety of the show. Oh, yeah. Which was really, which was really great. Like, the dynamics with characters changed, mm-hmm. the shield itself is totally different. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're realizing people are really, I mean, this, this show is just a fantastic fan service. They are, Absolutely. Season one, they had they had Sif on there. They had a uh, Deathlock. Um, they had that. What was that guy's name? The guy who uses the Dark Force. Forget. But now they're they're going full force with that, even even further. I mean, they have put Mockingbird in there as one of the actual characters. Mm-hmm. Mock. Yeah. yeah. King. We, we yeah. get we get it. We get it. <laughs> they, they had they had Absorbing Man in there. Yep. Who was really cool? Who was I liked pretty his, cool? Um, yeah. His episode. Um, and there there they just keep. Putting more and more of these already established Marvel, you know, C-listers in there, which is what they need to be doing, and making them really cool and relatable. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, if you are you're thinking, oh well, I already missed season one, I might as well just skip it. Season one's coming to Netflix on November twentieth. Awesome. So, cool. So you can go ahead and catch up on that, and that it'll probably mean season two will show Netflix eventually, but. It's on Hulu and stuff, so yeah, you have plenty of avenues, and you can always tour in it like all the smart people do. That's <laughs> not that we condone that kind of. Behavior. Uh, we condone yeah. that kind of environment. Yeah. Uh, also coming out is the uh, the Agent Carter TV show. I'm excited for that. Right, right. I really am. Yeah, I mean, if that that's coming, uh, well, 
What was it in? It was I think I want to say it was in Iron Man or no, it was Thor. Well, it was not. It was Iron Man. Yeah, it was Iron Man where they had the Agent Carter uh, short movie. Oh, the the um, the one shot. Yeah, the one shot, and that was excellent. I still haven't seen that one. That was the best short movie out of all the short movies. I've seen a few of them, and okay, so what's that one called? Do you remember? It's called. I think it's just called Agent Carter. Shit, I don't remember. All right, I'm gonna have to look that one up then. But it's it's pretty excellent. It, it's got good action. Haley Atwell killing it. And uh, yeah, go ahead and check out Iron Man three. It, it's, it's it's a reason to own Iron Man three. You know, you might you might have hated the movie, but the one shot's good. Undeniable. I actually enjoyed the movie. I didn't I didn't think it was as good as the first two, um, but I liked it a lot actually. Yeah. I, actually, I liked it better than the second one. I should say. I liked the fight scene at the end of the second one. Uh, you know, I really never problem with the Iron Man movies. No. I mean, they're not the best out of all the Marvel ones, but I like them. Yeah, but uh, as far as Agent Carter, it's if you don't know what the hell we're talking about, it deals with the original establishing of S.H.I.E.L.D. and how Agent Carter was part of the, the, the founding patrons of S.H.I.E.L.D. and right. uh, continuing from the Captain America movie. That, that's what we're talking about. Sharon Carter. or so Peg, pe- Pardon me. The 40s. Peggy, Peggy Carter. Carter. Yeah, Peggy yeah. Carter. Keep confusing it with her. And her uh, Tony niece. Stark's dad. Yeah. Howard Stark. Howard Stark's uh, in it. Confirmed, right? Yes. Same actor too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I think I just heard uh, Whiplash's dad. Yeah, they have a uh, Anton in Vanko. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that was his name. Uh, Anton. Helen Commandos. Are they confirmed? Um, I want to say Dum Dum is. Dum Dum Dugan. Yeah. Sweet. He was in the other uh, one shot. So there's that. Oh, that's good. That's good. Uh, so that I'm not sure. I think it's only I want to say eight episodes, six. Okay, so um, maybe if those do well, maybe it'll spin into something more. I actually don't think it needs to, Yeah, but it'd be cool. And she's going to be in other movies. They're, supposedly there there's cameos of uh, Peggy Carter in you know Avengers, the next Avengers movies, and, and some of these other Marvel Cinematic Universe movies coming out. That'd be cool. What, like flashbacks? Like flashbacks it, and things, yeah. It would have to be, yeah. 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 Huh. Um, um, so what, what is this coming out on... Uh, on network TV, right? It's the same guys that's doing Shield. Yeah, well, Shield's going to go into like a hiatus, uh, and Agent Carter is going to come out January sixth next year. And uh, this will be on ABC. It'll be on ABC. Yeah. Okay. Uh, actually, when, we, when we're getting into the movies, I've just seen uh, Big Hero Six. Oh, did you? Yeah, and it's not part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but it is okay, based off of Marvel characters. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a it's like a D. Marvel comic. Mm-hmm. Like, no one knows it. No one really knew about it. That's why Disney was able to take it and do their little Disneyfication with it. Yeah. And uh, it was it was decent. Yeah. Nice. It's not Pixar level quality. I mean, animation wise, it looks fucking phenomenal. But mm-hmm. story wise, it was just like classic Disney, but with superheroes. No singing okay. though. So kind of cutesy. Yeah. Uh, lots lots of fat robot jokes because hmm. <laughs> Baymax is a Baymax bubbly is robot. Yeah, like in the trailers. Mm-hmm. Um, and probably possibly the best Stan Lee cameo out of all of the cameos he's done. <laughs> really? Yeah. So they animated him in there. They animated him in there. It's fucking excellent. That's huh. cool. Uh, so, yeah, if you have a, if you uh, if you want to take the kids to something, or if you just feel like going to see a movie, it was me and like four other adults <laughs> watching the movie. When I saw. It. So that was cool. I think I'll wait till uh, it comes out on video or something. Yeah. Um, as far as 
DC uh, shows is going, their their shows don't really tie into their movies at all. At all. It's just they have these properties, and they decided to shill them out to all these different networks. So I think every network has like a DC show, except for yeah. a, except for ABC because they're owned by uh, Disney, mm. which owns so, Marvel. I mean, there's not really much they can tie it into anyway. There's what Green Lantern and not not even Green Lantern. Nope. Dark Knight. There there's there's Gotham. There's Batman. Yeah. Right. Well, in terms of movies that it could tie into, well, there's like basically nothing. DC's going to be having their 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 full slate of all their main listing characters coming here in these next five years. So mm. they could start something with the show and then move into that, like they're probably going to be doing with they with Agents of Shield. But um, have you guys seen so, Gotham? No. Um, so okay. So I just want to. Let's just so Marvel has uh, Agents of Shield and then Peggy Carter coming out. Yes, soon. Uh, they also have a bunch of stuff on Netflix, on Netflix. But as as far as like what's going on now, DC has Arrow, Flash, Gotham. Is there anything else I'm missing? Constantine. Constantine. Uh, yeah. Right. Right. Um, okay. So Gotham. I haven't seen any of it. Um, <sighs> you're probably better off. Yeah, you're not a big fan. It's, you're not a fan of Batman. It, <laughs> it is the thing is, it's it's not really that bad of a bad of a show. It, the but they really did tell the entire story in the first episode. I heard about that. that yeah. They're like desperately like we're 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 relevant. We're good. Yeah. Right. Watch it. There's stuff coming up. It's totally Batman. Here's little Bruce Wayne, and here's here's Catwoman, and she's a little girl, and here's yeah. the Riddler, but not the Riddler, and here's the Joker, but he's not the Joker yet, and here's. The penguins, not the penguin yet. <laughs> All in the same episode. Yeah. That's kind of that sounds almost like too much. Look at these, you know these guys, huh? Yeah. You watch yeah. the whole show, huh? Exactly, and it's the the thing about it is it's sad that they keep feeling the need to tie back into Batman when Gotham itself is a pretty interesting place to to be to watch. They, I mean, they could, I, yeah, they could take the um the route that like uh, Brubaker did when he was writing uh, Gotham Central. Focus it on the cops and just talk about how this place is just completely fucking corrupt and mix in a little bit of the Batmanness without having to throw fucking you know poison ivy in our face and all the other shit. Whose name so has been changed? A, so you think it's a detriment to the show? Yeah, because the best parts of the show don't even really talk about Batman. I mean, Jada Pinkett Smith. Well, how can it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jada Pinkett Smith is um, as Fish Mooney is pretty great. Mm-hmm. Uh. Even even what's his name Ben McKenzie as as Gordon he was a pretty damn great Gordon, and and yeah. and of course Bullock, Bullock might is arguably the best part of the show, being a, I heard a that cynical he's like dick. A perfect Bullock. Yeah, the guy from uh, what was the Grounded for Life. Yeah, right. yeah. Ah, I, love I didn't that write guy. down his I name. Heard very good things about his performance. Yeah, but the show it's not bad. Uh, it's not bad, bad. Just if you watch a few episodes, you like it. You might not like it. I think it's just kind of okay. Maybe it'll pick up. I mean, it's still pretty early in the show, right? Yeah, it's, uh, what are they, four or five episodes? Okay. Um, I just think it's weird with the with the lack of Batman. Like, what, what can they really do on the show? Like, they either have Gotham PD dealing with all of these current and future DC supervillains or whatever, and dealing with it on a season-to-season basis, thereby showing you a Gotham that doesn't really need Batman... Or you have multiple seasons of them constantly failing over and over <laughs> yeah, and containing yeah. the problem. That's what it'll and be. Then, that, that, <laughs> that, that's <laughs> like, essentially what Batman is. I mean, if Batman was really fucking effective, would Gotham still be Gotham? 
Right. Uh, I mean, that kind of be that could be kind of cool though. I mean, Batman is kind of a tragedy story. Exactly. Sure. Through and through. The entirety of Gotham is a tragedy story. The whole place is corrupt as shit. Right. They could make a decent show about that. Yeah, actually, you're right. I mean, that kind of sounds like a positive note for me as far as storytelling. You know, maybe it'll be better. All that really means is like, God, this place really needs Batman. But (laughs) (laughs) maybe there'll be a time jump. I don't know. And it won't. But it won't lead up to a movie or anything like that. It's not tied into anything. So what can they do? Uh, like what's it leading to? Yeah, like what's it leading to? It's just going to be like five seasons of just like misery, and and then like there'll be a Batman cameo at the end, like and you're like, wow, I'm, I'm glad I watched 36 episodes of that to tell me that Gotham really needs Batman. Nice. <laughs> it's like a giant origin story where everyone knows that the origin story is the least favorite yeah. of the movies. You know? Indeed, Smallville Actually, took I 10 years to show Superman flying. <laughs> and I never saw that show. Well, I saw the first season. I didn't like mm-hmm. it, and then kind of yeah. Um, that's kind of how I feel about Arrow and Flash. Yeah, I actually haven't watched mm-hmm. Flash yet because I wanted to see his introduction in Arrow, and I haven't watched any of season two yet, even though it's available on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, the, the first episode of Flash shows that same... Basically, if you saw the Arrow introduction with Flash, it's the same thing in the beginning of the Flash show, so you don't really need to watch it in the Arrow. Oh, so it shows him getting his powers and everything? Oh yeah, it has a full origin thing at the beginning. It, it they do it really quickly, which is uh, <laughs> punished. See what they did there. Yeah, uh, it kind of works, but again, for me, like the problems with the the Flash are the same problems I have with Arrow, which is mm-hmm. the same problems I had pretty much with a uh, uh, Smallville, where it's it's too sleek and clean and glossy and everyone's too pretty and the story's so like clunky and like poorly written and the yeah. pacing's really off and the characters aren't super fleshed yeah, it's out really it's really really contradictory <laughs> yeah yeah they just kind of remind me of like teen wb soap opera yeah shows. absolutely very much That's what exactly it is how it feels. yeah i feel like i'm watching like uh i don't know Dude, especially the flash like yeah they do some cool comic booky stuff in it, mm-hmm. and I think some of the corniness of the show, because it is pretty corny, sure. comes from the source material, because Flash is kind of inherently corny, uh-huh. even though I love the character, actually. It's sure. it's just hard. How do you make a, a compelling story about a guy who's just faster than everybody else? I think what they have to do right. is kind of do what Marvel's doing, and adapt it for the screen differently. They can't just take what's in the comics and throw it up on screen. They have to make it a little more realistic, streamline some things. And although they try, it comes off as really, like, amateurish to me. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's too glossy, and it's too pretty, and the characters aren't great, you know? Right. Like, the way they write them is very, like, yeah, like, high school drama-like, mm-hmm. you know? Their problems are so insignificant. It seems like they're really going, like, whole <laughs> hog. That was the, one of the things that I really, I just couldn't get into with some of yeah, it's just like a—it's uh, a high school drama. I feel like I've seen it a million times. Whether or not the main character is eventually someday going to be Superman. Yeah, because that's the stuff you want to see. Yeah, <laughs> I watched All that shit beforehand. Right. I watched—I want to say at least half of Smallville, like maybe five seasons worth at least. Yeah. Um, lots of downs, but there were some pretty good up points too. Uh, you know, and I, I've been really shitting on DC right now, but like. There is some cool stuff in the Flash. Like his powers do look cool when they actually mm-hmm. use it, when he uses the Speed Force, and they you can see the electricity coming around him. Like at one point, 
uh, without giving too much away, like a, a train, there's a train wreck, mm-hmm. and he runs through the train as it's wrecking. Huh. And he's pulling people out of the train as it's like flipping through the air and all the cars are flying everywhere and he's zipping in and out of the train. Hmm. And he's moving incredibly fast and he's got the speed force you know, flowing around him and it looks like he's moving really slow and he's grabbing right. people. It looked pretty cool. That sounds cool. Hmm. But, you know, all the stuff in between his cool action scenes are pretty lame. Yeah. So are they going to do a slow-mo, like, saving people scene every single episode? <laughs> what else can they do? <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's, it's, it's really difficult until they what introduce the rest of Zoom. Faring yeah. a little better, I think, is um, Constantine. Okay, so have you seen that yet? Yeah, I've watched the first two, three episodes. Okay, I've kind of... I've been kind of avoiding it because I'm not too keen on DC right now, and I didn't like the Constantine movie, really. This has nothing to do with the movie. <laughs> yeah, not at all, yeah. I know, logically my brain knows that, but it's like, <laughs> I just kind of have been avoiding it. The Based on the clips that I see, and this is the kind of thing that's making me not interested, is that it seems very, like, uh, like network TV, like... He's got, like, a, he does investigations, and he has, like, a kind of a hot chick partner, and they, mm-hmm. like, banter a lot. I feel yeah. like I'm watching, like, Castle on CBS or something. <laughs> it's, like, an, it's like Constantine NCIS. Like, yeah, yeah. Would you say that it's like that? Yeah. I mean, but every yeah. almost every TV, you know, network TV show is like that. True. Yeah. So, it's, I mean, it's not bad, though. The character Constantine is likable. He's definitely a rapscallion you can root for. Um, so he's a better Constantine than, um, what's his face? Keanu? Keanu's. That's not hard. <laughs> yeah. A mug of That's not cold cocoa was a better Constantine than <laughs> Keanu Reeves, you know? Now, John Constantine was American? No. He's British. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I was only, always under the impression that Constantine was American. And that's because no, the, the movie... Whole, the whole thing yeah. is set in London. Is it really? Yeah. Huh, it's, supposed to be, <laughs> it's supposed to be like a noir London, yeah. dark British kind of... Okay. Comedy supernatural thing. Well, I was way off. Yeah. So is that what the show is? No, I don't I think mean, the, the show doesn't take place in in London. Is it LA still? I think there there's a there's a um he moves around a lot. I forget where his initial base of operations is, but he goes around the the states doing all these different investigations and fighting all these demons and stuff. I think that's another thing that's making it seem so like I don't know like typical to me or whatever it's like there's like a there's like a sassy british guy in america like solving mysteries with a sexy uh american partner lady and yeah. you know it's just like uh it's, it's like house it's like uh that sherlock holmes tv show with lucy Liu. like they're, they're all like just like that yeah but this one's got demons in it so it's kind of it's more like uh yeah. <laughs> it's, so that's a selling point it's, it's more yeah. it's more like supernatural than anything and i i kind of got that vibe a, a bit but it didn't ruin so it. So you're saying it's worth checking out? Yeah, just check out the first episode. If you think it sucks, you can skip it. But it, <laughs> I mean, I'll give it a chance, especially after hearing this. Sure. Yeah, there, there are worse shows. Every other show we've no, mentioned so far has been worse than Constantine. Okay, yeah. that's fair. Well, even Shield. Okay, with the exception well, of Shield. Okay. Actually, the the very beginning of Shield was worse than the beginning of Constantine. Okay. Going off yeah, of merits alone, if Shield didn't have the MCU to work off of, it would not have been anywhere near as good as as it was. That's a good point. It's true. I think the only reason I stuck with it until it got good was because it's part of the MCU. Yeah, right. which I think DC should really look at. They're, they're not totally they're, going to. They're they're, they're oh, you don't think so? They're not. They're not. They have Arrow. They have Flash. They've got all this other stuff, and they 
they're not mixing any of it into all their their DC stuff and their movies. I say, give it time. Once there's a Justice League movie, they're gonna totally do that. We'll but see. I think they're taking all these missteps, though. It's like mm-hmm. sure, yeah. They're... I mean, of course, they're probably like gonna boggle it, but I mean, they're pretty <laughs> much they're interested in copying what Marvel's doing in like every way, shape, and form. At least they'll try. And they yeah. might not be the plan right now, but it will definitely happen in a couple of years. Absolutely, they'll definitely try and like Aquaman's gonna show up in Flash or whatever they end up doing. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, I um, I could go into the, the 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 Netflix stuff as well. Marvel's got their Netflix movies or shows that are going to fold into the rest of the MCU. Yeah, yeah. Well, why, why don't we run through those before we get to the movies then? Oh yeah, um, Daredevil was the only one that's you know made any sort of progress. Yeah, that, that's the one that they've shown the most of so far. Yeah, or really any of. Um. They um this is supposed to, this is not this is another instance of don't confuse this with the shitty movie that came out like like Constantine don't confuse Netflix Daredevil with the Ben Affleck Daredevil movie from you know Fox or whoever. So well, Ben Affleck honestly, will not be playing Daredevil. No, is what you're saying to me? He's too, he's too busy being Batman. He's That's too busy true. being Batfleck. Yeah. Weird. Um, for me, I don't have that problem with uh with Daredevil as I did with Constantine because I have so much faith in Marvel now and Marvel Studios that I'm all for it. Like, psh, yeah, they'll change it and they'll sure. fix it and they'll make it awesome. Yeah. I mean, even the, even the first few stills we've seen I've have looked, it's looked pretty good. Yeah. And it's got... I, I like the new look. Yeah, it, look, it looks a little grittier. It looks a little more... I'm, I'm glad they're going with Netflix for us. So maybe they can show a little bit more violence, a little more of the um, the sure. dark nature of, of the Daredevil comics. Mm-hmm. Totally. And that and I love the structure of Netflix that they can put a whole season out at once yeah. and expect people to binge watch it so they don't have to make it like a procedural show. It could be like one big ass movie or something. Mm-hmm. And then it'll fold into the rest of their series they're doing and the movies that mm. Marvel's doing. It's going to be this huge mm. tapestry of awesome mm. that they're working on right now. <laughs> so good. Um, Charlie Cox is playing Matt Murdock. I'm not familiar with Charlie Cox. Me neither. You guys know the name? Not really. I don't really ring any bells. Uh, all I can think of is it's got Cox, and that's kind of funny. Ha <laughs> ha Cox. Uh, he was I in. I think of Brian Cox, who's awesome. But... <laughs> yeah. Oh, he was in um, Stardust. And oh, I never saw that. Okay. One. All right. All right. Huh. He was in some. I guess he was in Downton Abbey and <laughs> Boardwalk Empire. He was in Boardwalk. So those are two shows I need to watch, and I haven't yet. Boardwalk yeah. just ended, and it was very good. Five seasons, right? Mm-hmm. I like that it uh, has a start and finish like that. Um, there are a bunch of other actors in the show, not important, as important as Rosario Dawson. Ooh, she's love Rosario she's Dawson. in Daredevil, so that's gonna be cool. I think she's playing the night nurse of some sort. I don't know. Oh, that's right. Oh. No, 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 no. That was a rumor, but that got um, shot down. I think. Okay. I think she's gonna be somebody else. I mean, if she is gonna be the night nurse, that would be kick ass. Um. Yeah, it's just cool to have her in there, anyways. Absolutely, in any any form. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. Is going to be playing the Kingpin this time around. Huh. I'm glad the Kingpin's coming back. Yep. I like him a lot. He's a great character. He's... I'm gonna miss hugely obese white tuxedo wearing Kingpin <laughs> <laughs> from the Spider-Man show. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, his, his whole body's just muscle, so he can still do like backflips and stuff. Though <laughs> that's his big move. He'll just grab you and crush you to death. Mm-hmm. And as far as other other names I recognized, um, Deborah Ann Wool, who was the hot redhead from True Blood. Um, True Blood. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She's playing so Karen she's Page, so we'll see if she gets AIDS. Oh in shit! This. Who's that? Uh, a tragic, tragic character. Daredevil has yeah. this this thing. He's got this curse. 
every single woman Daredevil hooks up with ends up in just a, a terrible situation. Yup. Damn. So... Daredevil's not a happy character. Yeah, <laughs> Do he... not sleep with Daredevil. <laughs> nope. They, they've tried to Don't lighten him up. with him. <laughs> they, they, they've brightened him up a little bit and recently in comics. They realize, holy shit, this, this chick got AIDS and she got killed. This chick got complete, turned completely insane. Now she's in an insane asylum. Oh, God, what are we doing with him? This one killed herself. This one killed herself. Like so. Batman to the nth degree. Yeah, so they're... they're they, yeah, we'll, we'll see how they do it in this Netflix show. And then that'll fold. I'm not sure what what the actual order is going to be, but then we've got Luke Cage happening. Yeah, um, I'm excited for that too. Don't know any actors or any details about that, but Luke Cage basically he was originally Power Man, and one he was one of the early uh, Marvel black characters. They're like, what would be great for a black guy? Let's make him bulletproof. And then eventually, they gave him super strength. His strength waxed and waned eventually, and then. They, they figured out, you know, we need to make him something. We need to make him a, a potential, have, give him some real potential, give him super strength along with bulletproofness, make him damn yep. near indestructible. He's like a tank. Yeah. And the thing is, he's not like a big, slow tank guy. He's like a fast dude who's super strong and indestructible. And I, I really like his personality, too. He's really like um, almost like a... Captain America, Spider-Man, like, just a wholesome, like, he's... Yeah, real down-to-earth. Yeah. Um, always he's trying funny. to... <laughs> he takes things in stride. And, uh, we'll, we'll see how they... Go. His origin started out real, real ghetto, dealing with problems in, in urban communities, back when urban meant black and not gentrified like it does now. Right. Didn't he get his power so to prison, like too? like, the 70s here? Yeah. He... Yeah. He he uh, went to jail for a crime he didn't commit. Yeah, and he uh, took place in the he took part in an experiment, which which gave him his powers. This is the story of Hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to fold into uh, Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones. I'm not, I'm not sure if they're going to call it Jessica Jones or Alias or whatnot. Character. But she's my favorite female superhero, bar none. She's a very important character in the Marvel Universe, too, like the recent Marvel Universe. Who yeah. is she? I don't even know who this is. She got her... Alias was her introduction into the Marvel Universe. Yeah. I think we may have talked about this before. I think we have. Yeah, we've gone over some of this. But it's all right. We, we can talk about it again. It, it's... Just real quick, she, she was an alias. That was her first book. She was introduced to Marvel Universe with that, and it was one of those... In that story, they were they kind of retconned her history in the Marvel universes, and she's been around before. She was a superhero. Mm-hmm. Um, she kind of she quit mm-hmm. because some horrible shit happened to her. Yeah, like the worst mm-hmm. thing that can happen to you, essentially. Yeah, and basically, Alias was her coming back, but in a different form. Still has powers, but doesn't really use them, and doesn't put on a costume. And she went out as like a private eye. Okay. Dealing with crazy shit that goes on in the Marvel universe. Like, okay. Not 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 fucking you know aliens coming down from fucking space, but like superheroes getting kidnapped, drugged, and then reverse engineered to make drugs from their body. Someone's killing off capes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of like that, um, that power show is going to come on eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, her story, her 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 book, anyways, of Alias is uh, of note because it was the first Marvel Max book. Ever. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we definitely mentioned this before. 
Yeah, totally. Her, her powers just came from, like, a typical accident. Her her parents crashed in, you know, it was a nuke, uh, toxic spill-type crash, and then she got powers, her family died, and she became a superhero. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so, no real information as far as the show? No real information. Either. I can tell it. Well, the spoiler, slight spoiler, she does hook up with Luke Cage. So we'll see if they're in the same, if one is in that one show or the other. It makes total sense because Luke Cage has his own story, and then his love interest is Jessica Jones, Jones yeah. who has his own her her own story, oh, which is God. great that she's not just a companion to Luke Cage, but they're both yeah. have their own shows separately, and then they can meet up. And then they can meet up yeah. in in uh, then, Defenders, which is going to be the and, last part of it. <clears throat> which means, yep, which means that the fourth show is uh, Iron Fist, the who immortal is the best Iron friend. Fist. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, the Immortal Iron Fist. Thank you. Who is best friends with Luke <laughs> Cage. So all three of those shows like fit right into each mm-hmm. other. Hmm. Luke um Luke and Jessica actually named their, their daughter after the Iron after Iron Fist, Danny. Oh, I didn't know they that. They named their yeah. daughter Iron Fist. Yeah, her name's Iron Fist. <laughs> <laughs> no, her name's Danielle. And the, the Immortal Iron Fist his his uh he's he's Daniel Rand. Danny Rand. Yeah. Hmm. So that's that's the that's the, the other Netflix show happening, Kung Fu. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be really cool to see that side of the Marvel universe, um, on screen. Yeah, and these the are whole, all like, mystical Kung Fu stuff. We're gonna see a little. I'm um, pro- probably not as much as we'd like to see, but we'll see that originally introducing his powers, and then we're gonna see him fighting, you know, drug dealers and stuff who also have their own powers. But he's using Kung Fu, and they're using Kung Fu, and it's gonna be cool to see it all, you know. On the, the street level. Yeah. I'd like mm. to see some really cool, like, choreographed, mm-hmm. you know, practical effects. Cool. And that's, uh, we don't have too many details on that. I'm surprised we were able to wring this much time out of just talking about it with, with, with how little we actually had. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Well, okay, so is that, that's basically it for uh, the TV, TV universes, right? right? Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to go into iZombie, but yeah, that's kind of it. Yeah, I don't really need to. <laughs> but then we move on to the movies. Which everybody, right, so everybody's here let's for. Take a, right. So let's take a break then. And then when we come back, we'll do all the movies. Sounds, sounds good. Sounds good? Yeah? All all right. Right. Everyone on board? Yeah, that sounds, sounds good. All right. <laughs> we'll do that then. All right. So uh, stick with us. Wake up in the morning, I thank God of that which I believe in as I stand up yawning Cause when the sun hits, I feel like I could write my life story in song form I think back longing for the simpler times Back before my aunt died or when me and my sister were on better terms Red letters burned into the calendar archives that I scan over All the sun touches the kingdom that I stand over Cause in the night it's all Bram Stoker demons who hide away in the crevices Fighting with my nemesis And when I lay my head down it's heavy But when I open my eyes I feel refreshed this time I'm ready I wonder what it feels like to be an old man I wonder if it feels different from these cold hands Warming the mug that I hold as I consider all the possibilities that a new day delivers I wanna focus on the positive I don't wanna read up on the critics who focus on the specifics Life is more than one bad night Just like it's more than one morning in the sunlight A life that's done right Yo, you gotta focus on the bitter and the sweet You gotta sweat in the sun and shiver on the street You gotta starve in a famine and feast when you eat And wake up every morning and never take defeat This is you and what me What is up everybody? Back to Grizz and Real, episode 16. We are continuing our Marvel v. DC extravaganza. So uh, basically we're in our last section. Should be the last half hour. Mm-hmm. We're talking about movies. Mm-hmm. Four hour, whatever. It's a party. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully it's not too long because it's already been an hour and a half. <laughs> 
So what's on the cinematic slate here? Well, lots, first off lots. is <laughs> first off we got the uh, the next Avengers movie happening. Right. So is that the that's the very next? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That's the very next event. Uh, Avengers: Marvel. Age of Ultron releasing May first, two thousand fifteen. Mm-hmm. May first. Okay. They actually just put out the unextended trailer for it after the trailer leaked like last week or whatever week that was. Now they've put out a tra- that that trailer again, but with a few more extra seconds. Okay, are those extra seconds the one the the, the scenes with like the party? No, that's the European or the international trailer. Okay. This extended trailer is just—I uh, don't even really see what's extra about it. It's kind of the same shit. Okay, so nothing, nothing too spectacular. Yeah. Oh, um, Ultron has a few more lines. That's what it is. All right. Ta- talking about how how he's gonna be totally badass and whoop everybody's ass. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I don't know about you guys, but Ultron looks fucking awesome to me. Yeah. Um, you know, it fits. It works. And yeah. James James Spader is killing it with that Ultron voice. I can totally tell it's James Spader, which yep. is a little jarring for me, but it's still cool because his voice is really menacing. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. I like it. I like that line too in the trailer near the end. Oh, it was like, "There's no strings, no strings on, on me." me. Yeah. Oh, and they kept playing that Pinocchio song. I was like, mm-hmm. "You don't like that?" <laughs> I like it. I like. Cool, I like the baby. theme. You know, I thought it was cool. Yeah. He wants to be a real boy. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. A real boy who murders your family. Of... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh-huh, no strings. Um. <laughs> Actually, uh, Adam Warrock has summarized this, summarized the character of Ultron quite well in his sad Ultron song. Ooh, I gotta hear that. Ooh, maybe it's, I'll add that into the show. Yeah, it's it's an older it's an older one, one of his older oldies, where it's basically Ultron as a almost like a kid saying how he wants to just fit in, be friends, and play tag, and you know, hopscotch and whatnot. But nobody's letting him in, so he's gonna murder everyone. Aww, so he's like. Uh... <clears throat> He's like if Rudolph decided to just kill everybody instead of uh, helping everyone out. Mm-hmm. Ultron, Ultron, he's so sad. All he really wants to do is try to please his dad. Ah. Uh, so speaking of which, oh, his dad in the comics, yep. is Hank Pym. Yeah. Who <laughs> might be a little confusing? Hank Pym is going to be in the Ant Man movie. Yes. Who creates the Pym particles, which gives the powers to Paul Rudd, who's going to be Ant Man in the movie. Right. Yes. Not Hank Pym, who's Michael Douglas. <laughs> yeah. Hank Pym, Michael Douglas in the Ant-Man, which is actually the next movie on the slate. Mm-hmm. That's right um, after Avengers 2? Or the next one after Avengers 2? It's July, yeah, so it's two months later. Okay. July 17, 2015. Michael Douglas, Hank Pym, he doesn't become a superhero for whatever reason. He finds the Pym particles and utilizes it in the suit. And then, similar to the comics, the Scott Lang character, played by Paul Rudd, takes the suit and tries to use it for his own means. Okay, and then so basically, probably his story arc, his character arc is being a dick, being a thief, using everything mm. for personal gain, and becoming a hero Learning by the, the end. Learning his ways. Yeah. We'll, we'll see how far he goes with it. I mean, if, if my, I'm not, I, have, uh, I didn't check and see whether or not his daughter Cassie Lang's in it, I'm pretty sure she is. But it might be about getting the money or getting the cure to, to help his daughter. Okay. Yeah, so we'll see how that goes out. Also, um, Evangeline Lilly's in it as Hope Van Dyne. Now, is that Janet's daughter? We have to assume that that's going to be Janet Van Dyne, who's who was Janet Pym, who's the Wasp, who's who's the Wasp. Yeah, okay. who also has shrinking Pym particle powers. Who was also an original Avenger who was mm-hmm. cut from the cinematic universe. Yeah, one of the founding members in the comics who was cut from the cinematic universe for whatever reason. 
Because she's but, lame. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Same reason they didn't put Ant-Man in there. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, because they're both lame. Uh-huh. <laughs> I did... I did <laughs> I found it interesting that they 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 named her Hope Van Dyne instead of Hope Pym, so they might even go into the, um, the separation of Hank Pym and Janet. Maybe. Maybe I mean, talk about how he hit her in the face. I think they're gonna gloss over that stuff. Yeah, I kind of doubt mm-hmm. they would do that. Yeah, that that'd be interesting. We'll we'll see. But yeah, let it be known. Let the record state that Hank Pym smacked the crap out of Janet. Yeah, that was kind of his Ooh. defining moment. Yeah, he. His defining moment is being a wife beater. Being a wife beater and creating the worst robot, the homicidal, genocidal robot. I think that's kind of why what I like him. He's a very fallible guy. <laughs> yeah, oh, he's, yeah, he's fallible. fucked up pretty bad. But yeah, Ant-Man, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Hopefully they can redeem it. It was originally supposed to be written by, um, what's his name? Wright? Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright, yeah. Right, right, right. He left the project and they handed it off to somebody else whose name I don't even remember. Well, it's going to go to Adam McKay and then he passed and mm-hmm. then it went... To yeah, whoever has now, I'm not sure. So Ant Man has the chance to be Marvel's first flop. Mm. We'll Could be. see how it goes. Yeah. Um. So, they're instead of having Hank Pym from the comics make Ultron in the movies, they're doing Tony Stark instead. Has that been confirmed? I feel like that's pretty much how it's going to go. Yeah, I mean, and you see Ultron in Avengers armor at first in the beginning like he's he's he basically looks like iron man with you know without a person inside at first and then i think he upgrades himself to be what we know of ultron hmm wonder if he uses some form of adamantium i wonder if they can call it adamantium i don't know well shit i didn't even think about that yeah we'll see well that that's that'll be your 2015 movies oh wait fucking i think fantastic four comes out then too i wasn't going to talk about these non-Marvel Cinematic Universe Marvel movies, but we should probably talk about this bullshit that is Fantastic... Yep. Fantastic Four comes out August 7th, 2015. Right. And... Oh my god. This movie is either... This movie... This has to be just the greatest movie ever, considering (laughs) considering how bad everything is looking right now. It's gotta just be a complete inverse, because the casting is just complete shit. There's nothing. There's no redeemable quality except for maybe for equal opportunity, saying that you have a black character who's originally a white character, mm-hmm. in the in the form of uh, the Human Torch. Mm-hmm. But even that adds complications to the story that are just completely unnecessary. Now yeah. the last couple of Fantastic Four movies just like completely sucked. So I mean, it couldn't get any worse, right? I still think right? they could get worse. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Uh, when you look at the, the, the cast of Fantastic Four, they're all, like, teens, essentially. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, they're they're not teens, but these are the actors who can still play teens. Yes. And the Fantastic Four characters are kind of supposed to be established people already, a little older. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's how I always Adults capable of, yeah. like, going into space and stuff. The only yeah. one that was, like, younger was Johnny Storm. Johnny Storm, right. yeah. And then eventually the kids that Sue Storm and Reed Richards had. Yeah. Yeah. But you look at the you look at the actors. Look at Kate Mara. Okay, she can do an adult. She still looks real young. Miles Teller looks like he's you know hasn't even hit puberty. <laughs> uh, Jamie Bell is supposed to be a big Ben Grimm dude. Um, I'm just not seeing it. Uh, yeah, that's gonna be and, a lot of CG there. And then uh, Michael B. Jordan, who's playing Johnny Storm, and uh, you know you can't really tell age with, with most black dudes. Black don't crack, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. It don't. It really um, but <laughs> jealous. I think I think I'm I'm focusing really a lot on um, the 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 news for Doctor Doom. 
Yeah. Oh, what's now, this, this now? This leaked kind of recently, right? Like, uh, last yeah, this, 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 like, what was it, two days ago? So I don't I know so. any of this, really. I haven't heard any of this yet. Fucking, this, the, the actor, Toby Kebbell, was actually speaking with IGN. Okay. And he, he goes on to say, and maybe he's just trolling us. Maybe he is, hopefully. <laughs> But he says it's not Victor Von Doom, the, the despot of, of Latveria we're all familiar with. This is Victor Domashev. The antisocial blogger. Yeah. Well, what? He, he's a programmer. He's a very antisocial programmer. And on blogging sites, he's known as Doom. Oh, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard it. I heard it. I could hear you puking your mouth just like I did. Oh my god, that is, oh boy. It is <laughs> Movies for the terrible. Facebook generation. <laughs> they even they even showed some pictures of him, and it he it just looked completely stupid. Now, given it was on a green screen, he was wearing a weird suit, hopefully just for green screen. He had the mask and, and a hood, and that was the, and the cowl, and that was the only thing recognizable. He looked like, he looked like fucking Groot. He didn't look like wearing armor or anything. What? He looked like a weird tree thing. What the fuck? So I, I don't powers. know. I, I don't I don't know man. DDoS attacks. <laughs> <laughs> Bugging. You release all of your uh, naked pictures out yeah. on the cloud. Yeah yeah that, that was his fucking nefarious. Uh, oh boy. Fucking awful. I'm gonna instead of sitting here complaining about that, I'm gonna move on to the next movie in the slate, which, which is That's going to take idea. us to um actually shit. I don't have the date when the, the X Men Apocalypse movie is happening, but that's supposed to be somewhere in here too. Is that Brian Singer? That's Brian yes. Singer. Okay, so it should be decent. So yeah, you know, given I'm willing to forgive the fact that this guy supposedly had these crazy, crazy sex parties where, where people, you know, got hurt or whatever. This is alleged, though. What, yeah, it's alleged. And yeah. what Hollywood director doesn't have crazy sex parties? Exactly. Because this guy's movies, this guy's X Men movies, at least, have been so fucking spectacular. I, I can look past any rumors. I mean, if I had tons of money, who knows what I'd be doing? Oh, I'd be doing all sorts of madness. You don't even—you don't even yeah. know. <laughs> but um, I did hear kind of recently that apparently a big thrust of the next X Men movie is going to be a romantic relationship between, between Magneto yeah. and Mystique. Fart. <laughs> I, like, I don't know. Like, I—I uh, I, I think that they're really doing it because at this point in the X Men movies. Jennifer Lawrence and Michael Fassbender are kind of like the biggest names involved with the movies. And I think that they really want to like kind of give them center billing. So they're really going to play that up. <sighs> That's stupid. That's it's yeah. especially stupid if you consider that if eventually someday that they're going to turn into Ian McKellen and Rebecca Romain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? And I just don't like when the real world affects my fantasy universes you know yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like because they're big names in the real world that they're gonna it push their story real, yeah yeah it's not organic it's, yeah. it's forced they were able to work it with um x-men first class or not first class but the, the one that came after recently days of future past days of future past yeah it was they, they a big put, step in the right direction they put mystique totally. in there a lot more because um jennifer Jeff lawrence's character yeah, yeah. and that's the part more. i kind of didn't like about it that she was right front and center it would seem weird that so much of the plot just completely revolved around hinged on mystique yeah Yeah. and then when it really came down to it it didn't yeah yeah good point good point yeah ultimately but we'll we'll see how that works out i don't have too many details on that um and then we've got march 25th 2016 march 25th 2016 is the supposed release date of 
Batman v Superman: Dawn so, of Justice. Wait, hold on a minute. Before we get to 2016, is there wasn't there a um a, like another movie or two in the MCU before then? After for the Ant-Man? official MCU, yeah. no. Avengers and Ant Man are the two 2015 movies. Uh, no Doctor Strange in 2015. No, no. probably not. That's not like yet. Much later on. Okay. I don't that's, even that's, think that's they've late. nailed down casting on that just yet. They they haven't. We'll we'll get to that in a second. No, they did. Yeah, and I'm really excited for it. No, no, they haven't. They haven't. Oh, okay. they have not. So it's. I mean, there's a that's, strong. That's still rumor rumored. And okay. It's very much wanted. All right, all right. So uh, so let's get to uh, BVS, <laughs> which sounds like a court case. <laughs> Bull versus shit. It really Batman does actually. v Superman. <laughs> Directed by Coming the incomparable <laughs> Zack Snyder. I think it's going to turn into the people versus DC. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Thank you. Um, so, on this subject, I did hear recently that that on set photos revealed that in Batman v Superman they're going to show the death of the Waynes. Yeah, I heard oh. about that. In case you didn't know, <laughs> in case you're one of the five people in the entire <laughs> universe. universe yeah. That doesn't so, know the Batman origin story. Mm-hmm. Batman v Superman's got you covered. They're gonna yeah, go uh, back into it. I'll, I'll give it to you right now. Oh, this is an amazing play we're seeing. Uh, little little Batman. Let's uh, <laughs> let's uh, have a great night out. The, just the three of us. Me, Martha, and and, and you. Uh-huh. And, oh, uh, little Batman's afraid of the shit that's going on 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 in the play slash movie, whatever's happening in this time period. We should probably go outside. Let's go out and cry, Mally. Do doop 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 doop. Uh. Steers the bad guy, shoots both of them. Rose hits the ground. Pearls hit the ground. Little kid drops to his knees. No, the end. I've seen that probably a hundred times. Batman. Yeah, and even and we we talked uh, once before about how they've never done a Batman origin story like in Begins, how you actually see him becoming Batman. Yeah. So that's what made it a good origin story. Absolutely. But the. Thomas and Martha Wayne getting shot in the alley. Like, we've seen that in every single yeah. Batman movie. Every single, like, yeah. We know. My God, guys. Like, everyone knows Batman's gist. Like, actually, you're not introducing anyone at this point. I don't think they showed it in the two worst ones. Joel Schumacher's Forever and Batman, Batman and Robin. You know, I actually think that they did. I, I, I want to say they did. there's usually some sort of, like... You see Bruce looking out the window, and then he like visualizes it, or he has like. A, oh wait! In Batman yeah. Forever, there was like uh, those you're right. Dream you totally did. Or something. Yeah, I think and, you think you're totally right. And in Batman <laughs> and Robin, there's definitely a scene in there too. Yeah. Look, yeah. DC guys, we've we've seen Bruce yeah. Wayne's uh, Uncle Ben get killed a yep. million times. We've I mean, seen <laughs> Batman is one of the most well-known superheroes, like probably ever. Like you are not teaching anyone new about the character at this point like <laughs> let's move on from this batman thing yeah exactly. so let, let's just start page one he's batman yes thank you that's <laughs> what happens all the next? audience needs to know at this point <laughs> yeah <laughs> now going go to complaining more about the, how they're handling batman a lot of people complain that ben affleck is playing batman i'm i'm fine with that actually i don't see what the big deal is yeah me too i'm, I'm okay with it Everyone has a huge hate on for Ben Affleck, and it's, like, completely undeserved. It wasn't his fault. I think he's a decent actor, you know? Yeah. I just saw mm-hmm. Gone Girl the other day. Gone Girl is the two. You saw it, too? Yes. Oh, I didn't know you Gone saw it. Girl is awesome. It was fucking awesome. Crazy and movie. Ben Affleck is a huge reason why it was great. And he's great in it. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Everybody loved him in Argo. And he's great in Argo. I still have to see that one. He's a great director. Hollywoodland. Awesome movie. Yeah. Kind of related to Superman. Um, uh, the town, fucking the really town. cool. 
Yeah. yeah like, he made a, a handful of like lousy movies like 10 years ago, and people like still hate him for it. It's so dumb. He's like a different guy now. Yeah, almost. like, come on. <laughs> he grew up. We all do. We're all shitty kids, all right? Yeah. You thought you were a cool fucking teenager? You're fucking wrong. Yeah, yeah right? So I'm, I'm excited. He looks just like Bruce Wayne. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you don't have to act all that hard to be Batman. Yeah. Be stoic. Yeah. Check. Yep. <laughs> I honestly, I see him being Batman is like the least of this movie's problems. It's not a problem. It, it's a, a, I think it's a positive. Yeah. The rest seems really weird. Yeah. yeah. So, Dredd, you want to get into that weirdness? Well, what else can I say? I mean, the, the, the sheer fact that it's Batman fighting Superman in the beginning, I guess. Which will only happen for like 10 minutes. Yes. Yeah. For a movie um, called Batman versus Superman. Yeah. No, we were just talking about the uh, the Facebookness of how they're trying to, you know, <laughs> mo- mo- modernize a lot of these characters, and Jesse Eisenberg is playing yes. Lex Luthor. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, at first I hated it. Now I just because of all the other craziness, it's right. such a small blip that's yeah. him playing. It could be good. I I'm willing to wait and see what they do with it. But if it ends up being like it's he's Mark Zuckerberg, basically. Like, <laughs> That's what I hear. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it, it's called Lex honest, Book in the movie, and that's how Lex Corps got started. All right, that's not so great. Yeah. Are, you, are you making that up? That's I'm it. making that up right now. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Thank God. Though. No, that's why I had to ask, because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, it sounds stupid, but so does a lot of that shit. That sounds like something they would do. Um, that sounds just as dumb as throwing, uh, what, like, ten fucking people in this movie? Ten big mm-hmm. names? Isn't Doomsday going to be in it, too? Aren't they doing that as well? What? Uh, I hear a lot of rumors. They're gonna they're gonna start introducing a lot of their DC characters in this movie, you know. So they're gonna have Wonder Woman's gonna have a, I guess a decent sized part, but at least she's not going to be a fucking descendant of Krypton Kryptonian this time around. Supposedly, uh, that was the first rumor. Amazon's descended from Kryptonians who landed on Earth thousands of years ago or whatever. Lame. Yeah, that's what I heard too. I guess now they're going with a more traditional Wonder Woman type, um, you know, origin. That she's just from Thamascaria that happens to be yeah. a place that man hasn't touched yet. Yeah, and they're Amazons, and she's got the string. Oh, they're 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 basing it off of uh, Brian Azzarello's uh, recent run, where she is the descendant, or she is um demigod. Hmm. Which makes sense. I mean, it's Which, just a yeah. race, you know. Hmm. So yeah, her her dad might even be Zeus in it. We'll see. That'd be cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Just... I'm better than the, better with that than the Kryptonian bullshit. True. I just would rather see that in her own movie. You know, like, why, why right. does it have to be crammed in the Batman versus Superman? Yeah. Uh, I don't know either. Also, At the least, Dawn uh... of Justice subtitle. I mean, I know I was talking about <laughs> subtitles not really mattering, but, like... It's kind of goofy. It's already a shitty name of Batman versus Superman, because... Uh... That even kind of reinforces the weird, like, court case sound to it. Like, Dawn Batman of Justice. Dawn of Justice. Just got justice <laughs> in it. Like, <laughs> coming to an appellate court near you. <laughs> And that sounds really goofy, too, because it's like, so the dawn of the Justice League is Batman fighting Superman? For five mm-hmm. minutes until they end up being friends. friends yeah, but what kind of basis of a superhero team is that? Less yeah. punching each other? Like, They're like, actually, you're cool. Let's do this other thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how um, the animated series uh, World's Finest episode went, and that was an excellent episode. Hmm. I so, did like that a lot. Yeah, well, we'll, see. we'll see what Zack Snyder can do. Hopefully this is more than just, you know, special effects and... I have no faith in Zack Snyder's storytelling abilities. He can make stuff look pretty on screen, but he doesn't sure. know how to write for shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I actually, I really like Watchmen, but 
you can't really give him too much credit for this. He didn't write it. He didn't write it. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with three hundred. Even write crap for that. I mean, like you know, the way that he visualizes things, like uh, like the opening credits for Watchmen, awesome. And well, that's you can pretty much attribute that all to him. Like that oh, was yeah. a genius that's true. on his part. The fight, yeah. That's what it I mean. Smart. Like he can adapt a comic move, a comic book into a movie perfectly. Yes. I think he does an amazing job. Everything yes. looks great. It's just mm-hmm. he can't write. Yeah. So, so we'll see. We'll see how they do with this somewhat original idea. Right. Yeah. Um. Com- also coming up, 2016, we've got, which was originally known as Captain America: Serpent Society. Whoa! But Serpent Society? No way! Originally, it was anymore. Captain America: Serpent Society, releasing May 6, 2016. But at the same event, the same Marvel event where they announced that, they instantly changed it to Captain America: Civil War. That's really weird that they changed it in the same day. <laughs> Yeah, I guess the, they they there may have been leaks eventually or originally about it being Serpent Society, and then they wanted to confirm that it is actually Civil War. Da, 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 da. Which is fucking crazy. Yeah, I can't believe they're doing a Civil War thing now. Now I've, yep. I've heard some Comet fans kind of debating though about like how much of the Civil War stuff they're actually going to do within the constraints of MCU. Yeah, well, because there's a lot of stuff that happens in. Civil War that has to do with like Spider Man, right? Mm-hmm. How can you really do too much about registration and all that stuff when all of the superheroes you have in the MCU so far are like pretty much out there? Like you've yeah. got Tony Stark and Captain America and uh, and Thor. Uh, like who are they trying to register here that everyone doesn't already know about? Yeah, well, for for the people who don't know, <laughs> Civil War in the comics was initially a huge tragedy happens. Um, the government wants superheroes to take responsibility and register and actually form up with the government. Half the superheroes don't want to register. They become rebels. And the other half registers and they try to hunt down the rebels. And, and that, yeah, that's the whole controversy, too. Like, you mm-hmm. can't just not register yourself. If you don't want to, then you're arrested. Yeah. Well, you can't just be a, a superhuman person. It's illegal. Yeah? Yeah. They, they throw you in a jail in another dimension. Yeah, because you're. I'm not making that up. No, well, it makes sense too because you can't yeah. just throw them in prison; they'll just break out. Yeah. Yeah. So, but with with uh, Captain America: Civil War, um, Robert Downey Jr. has already confirmed that he's going to have a pretty big part in it. Yep. Which is good because mm-hmm. Iron Man is huge. I mean, he's one half of the Civil War. Right. Yeah. Now, I don't think this is going to be dealing with as much of the superheroes um, in America fighting each other as originally as it originally does in the comics. Um, if you, uh, Kevin Fage actually said the uh, events of the whole cinematic universe will make all governments in the world want regulation, not so much about secret identity, but about who reports to who. Okay. So it's really about militarizing your superheroes. Which is cool because that was a, a big part of Civil War. Like that, yeah. the 50 state initiative. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be these governments wanting, okay, Captain America, you're going to work for us as our soldier guy specifically. For the United States, and we're going to tell you to fight the other guy. He's like, um, but I'm a superhero. I can't just be constrained to the government. I love America. I love what it stands for, but I can't be your tool. I would say that this kind of seems like a, it, it would build off the themes of Winter Soldier in a, a pretty good way, too. Yeah. Winter Soldier kind of had a little bit to do with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. He, was, he was definitely a tool. So we'll, I mean, I was complaining about it when I first heard about it. Like, you can't do a Civil War movie. Civil War is Civil too big. There are too many times. They got to show everybody's perspective from da-da-da-da-da-da. And then a buddy of mine was just like, dude, all you really need to do is, you know, show Captain America getting pissed off and then 
you know, punching Iron Man. And I'm like, oh yeah, I, I can go for that. <laughs> and you know, maybe it'll it'll never be as big as we want Civil War to be from the comics. Mm-hmm. But as long as they do it right, I'm I'm on board. Sure, mm, I think it yeah. could be cool. Yeah, Even I mean, without Spider-Man, Civil War was so good. I'm willing to give any Captain America movie the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Or Winter Soldier. Is that Civil War? Yes. Winter, okay, you both. Civil War. C- Civil War and Winter Soldier was so good. <laughs> I'm willing to give this movie the benefit of the doubt. You combine two great things, oh, it, it should be pretty great. Hopefully they don't ne- uh, negate each other. Guys, how good was Winter Soldier? I mean, oh, so fucking good. Come on. I just rewatched it. God damn it. I want to see it. I've only seen it once in theaters. I need to see it again. Ah, it's so fucking excellent. Rewatching it makes it even better because now you can catch even more things. Ooh, that's true. Ah, so clean. Just so well done. Right? I wish there were a helicopter ship that actually killed some people, though. (laughs) Oh, you mean the the Triskelion? What was it called? Whatever their murder machine in the sky was. Well, they they didn't get a chance to activate. Yeah, so, like, the whole movie is like, we gotta stop this thing! And then it gets up in the air, and then, like, they just kind of, like, shut it all down and, Yeah. Yeah, that took a crazy amount of fighting. Fucking Falcon flying around, yeah, dropping Black yeah. Widow over. Fucking, yeah. there's a lot of shit. They don't want anybody to die. Not and that's that what they Captain didn't have to work hard for it, or whatever. It would mm-hmm. just be nice if the Death Star got a couple of shots off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you wanted an Alderaan scene, gotcha. To, like, you know, invest okay. you in them stopping this thing, as opposed to them being like, "We got to stop it," and then they just stop it. Like, well, yeah, they they already sure. showed the severity of it when they're saying this is going to kill millions of people. Yeah. Um, we don't need to, I, I didn't need to see a few thousand dying to know that it's already serious. Yeah, me neither. But I, I can see your perspective as well. I would have liked maybe a little bit of Alderaan. <laughs> okay, so what's what's uh, what's up next on the timeline? Next up in the timeline is Jesus. There's a lot of stuff here. Maybe we'll go a little quicker. Yeah, we're kind of, we're already at like half an hour. <laughs> Suicide Squad. Okay. DC Suicide Squad. Now, this is the one movie I'm actually kind of maybe looking forward to. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Uh, it's because it could be a cool, like, one-off, doesn't have to be tied in so deeply to the rest of the universe. Yeah. That it could be good on its own. Now, this so, is the movie that's going to have Harley Quinn in it, right? Yes. Yes. Because they just announced the casting for that a day or two ago? They didn't... Yeah. Con- no, nothing's confirmed. Yeah, oh, it's no. all kind of... It's, it's all in talks. They're Same in talks with, with these characters. I thought Variety said that uh, that Margot Raleigh chick was going to be playing uh, Harley Quinn. So they're, they're in... That was for sure. There, it's it's still all in production. They're still all talks. They're talking with Margot Robbie from Wolf of Wall Street. Right. Um, she's smoking hot. I'd like to see her as as Harley Quinn. Yeah. Well, we'll see how you know she acts it. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see if she tries to do the the classic Arlene Sorkin voice. She can pull it off. I hope so. Oh man. That, that one yeah. out for Brittany Murphy. Oh boy. Uh, we never had. Yeah. Good point. She would have um, been amazing. She would have been. Let's see. Uh, Jay Courtney or Jai Courtney. He was he played uh, John McClane Jr. in that last Die Hard movie that was absolutely abomination. Yeah, and he's in the new Terminator movie. He's well. gonna be in that new shitty Terminator movie. <laughs> so he's gonna play the new potentially shitty Joker. Right? No, he's gonna he's gonna play the new potentially shitty Deadshot. Oh, Deadshot. Huh. Okay. They're yeah. actually looking at Jared Leto for Joker, which could be kind of yeah. interesting. I would prefer I they go with a uh, as Joker. Could be pretty good. I could see that. I would prefer they go with Jake Gyllenhaal, who's getting rave reviews for his, his performance in uh, Nightcrawler. Oh, I, I want to see that. It looks yeah. really good. Yeah. But, okay, Jared Leto's Joker. We'll see how that works. And then this weird... I mean, Tom Hardy's supposed to be in it, too. What? Weird. As... I, I don't know who the fuck Rick Flagg is. Bane! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Then they've also got Will Smith on the, on the roster, supposedly. Really? Weird. Yeah. I haven't heard that yet. 
I don't know where this name, where, where where they're coming from with this, or if they can even pay him to do this. But he's not even playing like the titular character. He's like a side character. Th- that's why this is so rumored, you know, because that doesn't yeah. even make sense. Yeah. Yeah, this seems like the kind of pre-production, just rumor insanity that spills out. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. He's supposed to be playing fucking Captain Boomerang. I, I don't know. If that's gonna work. Captain Boomerang. Captain Boomerang. He but, could be cool on screen. He has the potential for him. I kind of like his character, but he could be real stupid or pretty cool. Well, yeah. Always revolve around a boomerang. Yep. He throws <laughs> boomerangs. Yikes. Um, <laughs> but he's a yeah. Scottish like kind of drunken asshole, which I like. I thought he was Aussie. Is he Aussie? Yeah, no, I no, think... no. He's got a. He's got like a Scottish kind of like military uniform looking thing, and he's got red hair and a some big mutton chops. Maybe he's a hmm. Kiwi. Yeah, I can't. I can really argue with it at this point. You know, fucking <laughs> DC. He's got like this big scarf kind of thing, like the. It seems Scottish to me. Yeah, I can see. I that. mean, like, why would anyone in Australia wear a scarf? It's hot as fuck there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know, moving on from that movie, uh, November fourth, two thousand sixteen, we have Doctor Strange. Oh boy, I cannot wait for this movie. Mm-hmm. We will see how that movie turns out. It, this is another great, um, a great risk they're taking trying to introduce magic into the MCU, which has been um, so so etched in, in reality. Yeah, yeah, right. risk, 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 risk. So, so they're, <laughs> they're, they're taking another gamble here, and yeah, the, we were already kind of foreshadowing and mentioning Benedict Cumberbatch. Mm. Cumberbatch. Yep, Cumberbatch. Is, he's he's the uh, he's the forerunner. He's, he's the guy we all want for Doctor Strange. Yes. yes. You guys I, really want him? You don't like Benedict Cumberbatch? Why do you like Benedict ben Cumberbatch? Because he's oh. cool. What do you like him in? <laughs> what do I like him in? I yeah. like him in Star Trek. Uh, Star Trek. Oh my Sherlock, god. Sherlock. He was like the worst part of that movie. Uh, I really liked his character in that movie. Uh, I love him as Sherlock Holmes. And I liked his voice acting in The Hobbit. Mm-hmm. Bing, yeah. Bong, boom. So... <laughs> It's well. It's be a little bit interesting to see how they can. I mean, if you read on uh, Doctor Strange, the Oath, then you can see how how they can properly do a magician in the Marvel universe. Is that when he wasn't the Sorcerer Supreme anymore? No, he was still. He was straight up Doctor Strange in that, written by okay. Brian K. Vaughn, who's fucking incredible. Yep. It's all about him trying to find the cure for cancer. Oh, so because he's using magic to kind of do medical stuff like he used to. He's yeah, he's using <laughs> yeah. He's he, Wong has cancer and he's trying to find the cure. Oh, rather Wong than has just, cancer, wow. Yeah, his his, his manservant, and <laughs> rather than just boom, you know, abracadabra, you're cancer free. Cancer big on. This, yeah, yeah. He has, he has to go through this process of finding you know something that exists in you know magical mythology that will cure him. That's cool. And while he's doing this, there is this fucking, there's this pharmaceutical company that has the cure for cancer, and they're trying to stop him. Hmm. That's pretty And they cool. have their own magical stuff, you know, they already have their background in magic that, you know, we weren't even aware of. So, now this isn't going to be the plot of the movie, though. No, this isn't the plot no, of the movie. No. This is just a great story that they could use, or they could get reference to, or ideas from, for the movie. Or maybe if they just match it tonally. Tonally, Yes. That could be cool. Yeah, if, if they don't go super heavy into magic and kind of keep a little street level, that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we can moving on. To the magic. Mm-hmm. Then, moving on to 2017, 
We have Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Oof. Right. Gonna be awesome. We don't really have to talk about that too much because not a lot of details. We already know what to say about it at this juncture, at least. At this point. James, same character, James Gunn's directing again, and it's supposed to deal a little bit more with um, Peter Quill's lineage. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's pretty much guaranteed to be awesome, I think, at this point. Yeah, well, it'll be hard to fuck that one up. Yep. Moving on. Wonder Woman, June 23rd, 2017. Oh, I didn't even realize she had her own movie. Yep, yes. she's getting her own movie already on top of the fact that she's going to be introduced in BVS. Okay, <laughs> Beavis. <laughs> Beavis. They're, uh, they're looking to get a uh, woman director for the movie, mm-hmm. which I think is a good idea. Okay, so, oh, you know what? I did hear about this because I heard rumors of the Punisher director... Turning uh, it down? Yeah, turning it down, even though she would have been a great fit. The Thomas Jane Punisher? No, the second no, one. No, Warzone. Warzone. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, because whether you like that movie or not, that was very directly tied to the comics. Uh-huh. And because the director, uh, I forget her name, she poured over all the comics and mm-hmm. read everything she could and saw the first movie and tried to match everything. So whether you liked it or not, like that's what she was going for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So if she did the same thing with Wonder Woman, it could be pretty awesome. Good. Yeah. Yeah. She she turned it down. A few other women directors have turned it down. I think somebody even said that they don't want the responsibility. <laughs> that yeah, if this if this movie sucks and you got a woman director as the first you know high profile female protagonist superhero movie Ooh. and it bombs, then you know how much blame do we cast at her? You know. Yeah. You don't want to be like the the ambassador for nerdy women everywhere right. and fuck things up. I would nominate Catherine Bigelow. She uh, directed uh, Zero Dark Thirty and Ooh. Point Break. Really? Point Break. Like the original Point Break? Point Break? The original Point Break, yeah. Wow. Catherine huh. Bigelow, who was, uh, she used to be married to James Cameron. Oh, huh. I didn't know that. For a long time. Uh, so, yeah. Catherine Bigelow, I think she would um, be really good. That'd be cool. I mean, she did Zero Dark Thirty. I really liked that Which movie. is an awesome movie. Yeah. yeah. And Point Break, which is a classic. Never seen it. Blue Steel. Current yeah. talks. Um, the current director being talked to is uh, Michelle McLaren. Yes, I heard this. Who okay. directed, um, I think she did some, some X-Files. Ooh. Hmm. Oh, wait, wait, wait. She was co-executive producer on X-Files. But she directed a few episodes of Breaking Bad. Ooh, Nice. Yeah, so she that 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 you know that could be showing of her talent. All right, what's next? Next up is let's see, Thor. Thor three, which is um, uh, Thor Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Yes, July twenty eighth, two thousand seventeen. Uh, um, and if you know anything about Norse mythology, <coughs> it could be the end of Thor. End times. Yeah, yep. it'll it'll end up being a rebirth, but it could be the end of Thor. We'll see. Right. Yeah, it's like a culling almost. Mm. Yep. And uh, no real details on that. So, moving on to November 17, 2017, is Justice League Part 1. Part 1. Directed again by Zack Snyder, with Ben Affleck and Henry Conville and Amy Adams. And yep. It's Justice League. Yeah. And Chucky plays Wonder Woman, I assume. And yeah, uh, Cal Drogo as uh, Aquaman. Yep, Cal Drogo as Aquaman. The uh, Ezra Miller as The Flash. Looks like he's 12. Mm-hmm. Um, the more Ray I think Fisher. That, the more that the cow, I can't think of his real name. Maug. Maug. Jason Momoa. Momoa. Yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just looking like Mogs. <laughs> <laughs> he is a Mog. Jason Momoa. Uh, the more I think about, it, the more I could see him like holding a trident, being like badass looking. Yeah, you know? it's not bad casting. I mean, I don't really care about Aquaman, so nope. uh, I mean, 
Sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's only sure. up from here. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, Aquaman is... They're doing a DVD movie, cartoon movie, and they're not even calling it Aquaman. They're calling it <laughs> Justice League, Throne of Atlantis. Not oh, Jesus. Yeah. They don't even what... trust him to carry his own movie. <laughs> they don't yeah. even trust him to carry his own movie. <laughs> um, now, that's what's, what's interesting. That's Oh, that's actually November 17th. Coming out a few weeks earlier, on November 3rd, is in 2017, is Black Panther. Mm. Oh, boy, that... Looks awesome. So, I mean, all we've seen is that one picture of it, but this is uh, it's it's interesting because this is the this is the high profile black character, or par- pardon me, high profile African character, and you know, selling it, it, it African guy that's a hard sell to American audiences and everything. Yeah. So they've gotten uh, Chadwick Boseman. I don't know if I know who that is. No, it's familiar. I thought it was cool because Chadwick Boseman he plays Jackie Robinson in the recent. 42, the story of Jack and Robinson okay. movie. He also, he also plays um, James Brown in uh, Get On Up. Hmm. Okay. And now he's playing Black Panther. So and he's getting typecasted as these uh, important figures in, in black history. <laughs> right. Even who, in para-history. <laughs> he, yeah, even in this fictional history. Uh, he looks the part. He's a big dude. Well, not big, big, but he's, he's sleek and in shape and could be cool. awesome. He's cool. talented enough. Hmm. So we'll, I would we'll, love to see Wakanda on screen too. Oh man, that that'll be interesting to see if they take they they have the whole thing take place in Wakanda, or if they have it take place in you know in America, or maybe internationally around the world. Where does it take place? I think it's going to have to at least start Wakanda. Yeah, with it was eating the heart shaped fruit and everything. We'll see if they go how how far they go into his origin because he's actually going to be introduced in Captain America: Civil War. Right, right. Yeah, so I'm not sure if they're going to do his origin there or if he's already going to be established, and then they'll do like a refresher on how he originally became Black Panther in the actual Black Panther movie. I'd be okay with that. Me too. And that's it for 2017. Mm-hmm. Moving on to 2018. Man. <laughs> we have on March, 23rd of March, The Flash, starring Ezra Miller. Mm-hmm. He looks like a little kid. He's going to play The Flash. It's not related to the TV show. Moving on. <laughs> it's, yeah, we have to kind of speed it up now. Yep. Moving on, on May 4th, 2018, Star Wars Day, Avengers, Infinity War, Part 1. That's going to be huge. Yeah. We, we finally get to see Thanos show up and do some stuff. Yeah. Sick yeah. talking. This should be Thanos really stepping on, stepping out into the light and fucking showing that he is the baddest motherfucker in the universe. And it's really going to pay off, too, because he's been talked about for so long in the Marvel mm-hmm. Universe. Right. It's going to be amazing to finally mm-hmm. see him step out. Mm-hmm. He's been this threat that's been building in the background you know, all these years. We'll see yeah. him actually come out and do some real universal damage. It's going to be cool. It's going to be fucking toit. <laughs> toit like a toiger. Toit like that toiger. <laughs> and then on July 6, 2018, we have Captain Marvel. Now this isn't Captain Marvel, the classic um, Marvel dude. Right. Where, where we we know from the past, this is going to be the recent Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers. Carol Danvers, yeah. who I'm excited that it's Carol Danvers. Uh, oh yeah, number one because we finally get uh, a Marvel female lead. Yeah, which mm-hmm. they they need to do. Yep, definitely. And two, Carol Danvers is a fucking awesome character. Hmm. I love her character, and I love that she actually took up the mantle of Captain Marvel. Yeah, I love her, her new costume and everything. It really legitimizes her. 
as this, this that, in the role that she should have been in for years. I mean, yeah, yeah there's a, there a long stretch of time where she was in a coma because she had a high five with Rogue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but she's, she's like almost like a Superman for the Marvel mm-hmm. Universe. She shouldn't just be relegated to some, you know, B-lister or C-lister. She should be an A-lister. Definitely. And that's what they're, they're doing with her. Uh, the casting for this. Who they end up casting as a... Everybody wants Katie Sackhoff. I do too. I yeah. would be really happy about that. We'll, but we'll I'm see. starting to worry that she's getting a little old for it. No, I think she'd be perfect. Carol Danvers isn't... I mean, they might want a youth... Make make her a little youthful for the sake of, you know, the movie-going audience. But Crazy. Carol Danvers isn't really like a, you know, a 20-year-old. Nope. She's, no, no, she's, yeah. She's an established officer in the Air Force or whatever. If we were talking about Battlestar Galactica, Katie Sackhoff, like I think that that was the perfect time. Army, Air Force. It hasn't been yeah. that long though, and I mean with actors, I mean like ten just, years. Ten years means nothing. I still think she could pull it off. Mm-hmm. I think Absolutely. I just love again. This is this is this risk taking that Marvel's doing. They they put out Guardians of the Galaxy, and then they're like, people loved it. Okay, now let's start taking some real risks. Let's start having a movie starring an African, and now let's have a movie starring a woman. It's pretty sad nowadays that uh, a movie <laughs> starring a woman and a black man is a uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a black man is a lead. Sign. Jesus, <laughs> you gotta you, monocles pop out. You gotta rub your eyes right. and look again. I'm D- double my takes right now. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then 27th of July, we've got Aquaman. Jason Momoa. Uh, yeah, we'll see how that does. We'll see. Cal Drogo. Yeah. And in November, to have any kind of judgment on these movies now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay, so we'll move on. November 2nd, 2018, The Inhumans Movie. The Inhumans Movie? Mm-hmm. The Inhumans Movie. So, which is interesting mm-hmm. about this, a lot of people don't know Inhumans. This is kind of, an, kind of on the cosmic side of things. The Inhumans are almost like the X-Men. And that's kind of how Marvel is propping them up. They don't have the rights to the X-Men, so they want some of these other downtrodden, mm-hmm. you know, freaky characters to use... So they have the Inhumans. You guys still there? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Are you cringing? <laughs> okay. We were cringing, and you were breaking up a lot in there. Yeah. Oh, shit. It's okay. We, we got the main gist of it, yes. though. Yeah, okay. But, yeah, the Inhumans, um, they're, they're humanoid people that were tampered with thousands of years ago. They on go the through moon. a... Moon. Yeah. Well, no, they weren't in the moons at, on the moon at first. Really? First, they were over in like the Himalayas, their city, uh, uh, Adelan, or they, yeah, it was hidden over in the mountains. Oh, I didn't know that. And they they'd go through this terragenesis process through these crazy crystals that produce these mists, give them powers, turn them into weird looking freaks. Terragenists. Yeah. Huh. And yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see how that works out. What's interesting is people are rumoring and thinking that Agents of Shield is already tying into it, really? saying that one of the characters in Agents of Shield. Is actually an inhuman who doesn't who hasn't gone through terragenesis yet and doesn't know it. Oh shit! Actually, that totally. Yeah, I know who, I know who you're talking about. That yeah, could be cool. that would be awesome, wouldn't it? Yeah, it totally would. Hmm. Yeah, it, it would tie a nice tie in nicely to everything. Yeah, it really would. Nice. So, so Marvel could be killing it right now, even more so. That just kind of blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> and you then moving Marvel on to do an X Men movie. I know, I know, and I want them to do Spider Man too. But Fox, know. Fox isn't gonna. I haven't even talked about the Spider Man bullshit. The rumors that they're gonna do a Aunt May movie. <laughs> Sony shot that down. Sony was yeah, like, That's ridiculous. That and oh, thank God. I think the Sinister Six movie is bullshit. I think doing a, a female led Spider Man movie would be great if there was a female led Spider Man original character they could use. Exactly, but I there mean, isn't. But, so 
Aresia, maybe? Isn't Gwen Stacy doing the well, spider chick thing? That's a parallel universe, so if they want to do Spider-Gwen, they're going to have to do it not anything to do with the already established Amazing Spider-Man world. Or just not care about that kind of crap. I kind of <laughs> wonder if they're thinking about dumping the Amazing Spider-Man world. They've already they've made money off of it. I mean, well, it's sure, yeah, but Andrew Garfield reviews. Uh, has said that he, I don't think he wants to go forward with it, and and now they don't have Emma Stone anymore. Really? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <Why right>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's yes. right. Yeah. It'll Makes be interesting sense. to see how they proceed on the Spider-Man stuff because uh, they they don't really have anything planned right now. It's kind of up in the air. Yeah. Um, move, okay. moving on to the next CEO. Oh, did you do something? Oh, well, I just want to. I just want to know how much time we got left on this because you're kind of breaking up a bit, and oh. we're at like two hours and fifteen minutes. <laughs> Holy shit! And just this one part? Well, all together. Yeah. All together, yeah. Fuck, we're 45, we're minutes. forty-five minutes on this part. Hmm. Moving on, two thousand nineteen is gonna have Shazam with Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Okay. Hmm. And Avengers, and oh, that's what's the day on that? That's fourteenth of June. That's actually after Avengers: Infinity War Part Two. So they're splitting. They're splitting up the third Avengers movie into two parts, which is May third. Right. Damn. Yeah, which is which is going to be a year after the first part. It's gonna be awesome. They got the stuff yeah. uh, planned out. Really do. Yep. And then we've got a cyborg movie starring Ray Fisher, who's going to be introduced originally in the Justice League movie. And that's 2020, and then another Green Lantern to try to wipe the taste of that Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern out of your mouth. But possibly still starring Ryan Reynolds? No, I don't think it's going to be starring Ryan Reynolds. I think they're going to show a new Green Lantern in the Justice League movie, and then they're going to show him in his own movie. He's going to be busy with Deadpool, apparently, so... Yeah, we'll see about that still. <laughs> <laughs> hey there, they're making a Gambit movie sometime, starring Taylor Kitsch. Oh, I thought it was Channing Tatum. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Channing Tatum, you're right. Totally it's, right. My mistake. It's much worse. <laughs> Channing Tatum is Gambit? Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Some interesting casting there. Boy. And that's it. Wow. Yeah, those, those are the next five years of your life. So that's that's basically... So that's the... Not basically. That is the list for the next five years. It's probably going to change a lot sure. between now and then. Release we'll dates see. will get moved around. Actors dates, will be added. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe different directors. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe times will be shifted. Who knows? So a lot of superhero movies uh, coming up. Woo, guys! This a is lot. a huge episode. This is a big, big old episode. Yep. You might want to split her up. We did a lot of catching up here. No, I'm gonna make it one big ass episode. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, it's just gonna be huge. Deal with it. So if you guys, uh, <laughs> uh, dear listener, if you're still with us, I appreciate it. Thank you for uh, sticking with us in this huge Marvel DC extravaganza. Yes. And um, I apologize for the sound quality of uh, the last episode. Shitty circumstances. Kinks <laughs> still being worked out here. Yeah, you know, Not I just... mean, you can only work on something so long before you need to just push it out and do right. it. Right. Mm-hmm. So, thanks for sticking with us. Uh, we had a lot of fun. Yes. Uh, you can find us on iTunes. You can find us on our website, greaterthanreal.com. You can uh, find us on Twitter, on YouTube, all under Greater Than Real. Uh, you can email us at Gmail. Uh, rate us. Like Send us. It to Zoom. Thumbs up us. Well, Even critique the hell out of us. I know we fucked up a lot. Yeah, yeah you can send us critiques. We're, we have uh, pretty thick skin. We can take it. Yeah, kind of. Be polite. We, uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we can deal with it. So, with that, I think we're out. Bye, everybody.